Poison Rana. Honey, what up there? Music hit the crowd is lit, you know it's going down. Announcers know that pound for pound, these superstars the dopest round. Be Detroit will lock you in a lion tamer, no disclaimer. Me inside your back, you forced to tap his facts, you in some danger. See no tagging and suplexing like he tags and spazzing out on rappers. Give receipts as stiff as mannequins. We cashing in. My brothers know what up though. My cousins know what up though. My fans in the family from the city say what up though. My mama know what up though. My auntie say what up though All around the city if you with me say what up though Bring the hammer like it's Valentine You know we bout that action prime Breaking through your stable flaming table used for power bombs Pristine classics with these matches we putting on Knees slapping super kicking bars strong as Glamazon What up though welcome to another episode of what up though I am your host Detroit joined again with my guy John Cena. What's going on, brother? A lot of shit's going on, man. It's been hectic. Like September, it was like I feel like this is like the beginning of the year for me because it's like you know school starts and then everything else is kind of like you know summer's over. It's like back to work. It's raining every day. I'm just like, oh my goodness, like this is like the real world. Like summer's over, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah. no, it, it's it's been tough, man. My son's going to school, so I've been handling that, and work's been pretty hectic, and then wrestling's been always hectic. So it's like, uh, and of course, you know, people start getting sick and everything. So that threw a little wrench into my plans. But um, yeah. Other than that, I'm doing okay. <laughs> How yeah, are you I'm, doing? I'm sounding a little bit like you know, because the weather's changing and it's it's really gray outside. I love the weather, but it's it's going to take a toll on your body and how you function anyway. If you got to take care of yourselves, everybody. But yeah, so it's it's been a tough like transition out of the summer. <laughs> it's for oh, everybody, yeah. I'm sure. But you for know, sure. nonetheless, we got a lot of stuff to talk about and cover that we have missed over this what month we've. Been yeah, it's been like, about a month. We would have had a show last week. I apologize. I was actually away uh, on a weekend, little the end of summer vacation, a little quick, uh, quick family trip to Fort Lauderdale, Florida. So that was nice, you know, jump in the pool and go to the beach a little bit and hang out and come back to New York where it's raining every single day. It's raining more here than it is in Florida. Um, so yeah, a little later than usual, but uh, we apologize for that. But we'll definitely make it up. There's a lot, a lot to talk about. Yeah, um, a lot, yeah, a lot of went, that. Like you went on vacation and I just been dealing with uh UAW strikes. So <laughs> this is completely contrast to each other's lives right now. And that's it's kind of like for the late episodes that we do, but we apologize. We're back again though. What up though? But it's okay because as soon as I come back from work, every single time I go on vacation and I come back, somebody from my job either quits or gets fired. And that's oh. exactly what happened. I come to work and it's like so and so got fired, and that's somebody who has the same position as me. So I'm like, so you need me to work more, don't you? And they're like, Yep. And I'm like, All right, pile it on, let's go. <laughs> Hey, man, you got to get that money, man. You got to get the money because uh, everybody's not doing too well when it comes to jobs right now. A lot of people getting laid off and cut. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but when you work in an industry like me, I'm kind of used to it. So I'm not that guy that, you know, jobs happen that way. But you can talk about these WWE release that we didn't uh, see coming. Did you see anything anything like this coming? I mean, you know? there was like ch- chatters, obviously, of like, since they were going to merge with the USC and do two TKO, they were going to like cut a couple people here or there. We already got like okay. the office cuts and all that. So I figured we we're going to get something. But like, I don't think it was anybody like surprising. Like the surprising ones were the people that like wanted to leave on their own. I feel like yeah. Um, the only like 
I guess, real like shocker, not even a shocker, but a big name would be Dolph Ziggler because he's been there for so long. And it's like he kind of felt like a lifer. Um, other than that, Mustafa Ali was a little surprising only because he was like in a storyline, like he was supposed to wrestle at No Mercy this coming weekend. Crazy. So, so that was a little weird. But yeah. then again, he's somebody who's asked for it in the past. So maybe he got he received it and he was like, yeah, I might as well take it now as they're still offering. Um, I know a couple other people like Ulyssa Leone had requested it herself, which kind of because I was like, that doesn't make sense either because she's part of a tag team right now with Valentina and NXT. And I'm like, why would they break up the tag team like that? And it's like, no, she requested it herself. Huh. Um, Top Dollar is interesting because they just released him and not the rest of Hit Row. So I'm like curious, like they're going to like repackage Ashanti and BFAM and keep it together or if they're going to split them up. And I don't know. It's kind of interesting that they were get rid of one part. But of, if you um, remember, though, you know, Ashanti was already the like the worker of the group before Swerve he, got there. Yeah. He was and, and he was already doing like uh singles matches before small like singles matches, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm not surprised on that hand. He's probably a guy who didn't get the chance to prove himself and they wanted like, hey, maybe we'll give him another shot. In which I think he does deserve it because he's been in the shadows between Swerve and Top Dollar this whole time. I don't even remember seeing him really like work matches like that. I mean, I'm I've sure. seen him, I'm sure, but like yeah. he didn't like stand out beside his like larger than life counterparts. So yeah, he definitely had like an interesting gimmick before he did the whole like hit roll thing. He was kind of like a, I don't know how you describe it, like an Instagram model. I don't know. He kind of came off like, yeah, a little, it was, yeah, it was like kind of like fashionista. <laughs> he was uh, like, a, like a content creator. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. He was always like showing some off some new style or whatever. But yeah, um, he was dripped out though. I mean, I understand that the, the concept of his gimmick, but you know, he didn't really get to do anything before he got shoved in the hit row. Not saying shoved in. He probably was already cool with those guys, but he didn't get to do anything solo. So maybe. I don't know if he's going to stay with BFAB, and I, that was just more surprisingly uh, that she stayed around. Yeah, but I, I figured they felt like, you know what, we kind of rushed her too quick. Like, she barely wrestled in NXT, so maybe they just want to throw throw her back to NXT and be like, hey, just give some more reps in the Performance Center, you know, get you know, get a little bit better, idea. and then, yeah, yeah. just kind of repackage her, and like, you know, she has a great look, she has a great personality, so it's like, they don't want to waste that talent, I guess, but maybe they felt like the hit roll's not working for her, obviously, so maybe they just want to repackage her in the same way with Ashanti, but yeah, why not throw her back in the, in the PC and get her a little bit reps yeah, or whatever? Get her in the ring. But looking at like the list here, I feel like most people are going to be okay if they want to continue wrestling. I can see like most of these people being on either Impact, or MLW, maybe some even in New Japan if they want to kind of like totally um, change their style up. I'm looking at Mustafa Ali, and yeah, obviously like AEW like rings the bell. But like I want to see this guy in the Indies. I want to see this guy do GCW. I want to see this guy do PWG. You know, Mexico, Japan, like as much as possible. Like before he ties himself mm-hmm. down, because Ali is out of the list here. He's probably one of the most talented guys on this entire uh, roster that got cut. So I definitely don't want to see him tie himself down at AEW just yet. Um, Kind of going down the list here, Rick Boogs. I feel like he's perfect for Impact. Him and Elias, I could kind of both see like as a musical duo at Impact. But if they want to take it seriously, Rick Boogs and even Elias, make them like a powerhouse tag team in New Japan. Imagine that. Like they would love those guys over there in Japan. I would love Madcap Moss and Impact. I think he would be running Impact that. in like a year from now. Like I can see that for sure. Him and Emma for sure. The fact that they're a couple. Yeah, exactly, Emma, yeah. Emma got the connections in Impact. Yeah, I feel like Riddick Moss can definitely. And they um, got the whole like couples division thing, yeah, right? Exactly. I mean, they could be running that right now. Even like a Dolph Ziggler, like, yeah, he could make like the really cool appearance on AEW and have some like, you know, dream matches, whatever. But, yeah. you know, as soon as he gets signed to AEW, he's going to get lost and he's going to eventually be on Ring of Honor with his brother, like fighting tag matches. But if they have like a Dolph Ziggler or Nick Nemeth, whatever he wants to go by on Impact, he'll be world champion like in no time. He'll be the top, one of the top guys there oh, for course. sure. I, I don't think like Ziggler and AEW, like 
maybe have a couple matches here or there, but I think you should either, if he's not going to go the indie route, he needs to stay with a, with an impact. Um, we have Aaliyah here. Aaliyah has been there forever. I feel like she's somebody else who's probably going to be an impact. I feel like I can't see her do the indies. I don't know. Like, I know she came from the indies, but I feel like she, she's kind of fit and molded for impact. She might do around, you know, just to get that old feel back. Yeah. Elias, like I said, he could either go to Japan with Rick Boogs or do Impact or even do the indie route. I could see like Elias and Ezekiel both show up like in the Joey Janela clusterfuck <laughs> battle royal or whatever. Like some of these guys with these crazy gimmicks, you could definitely like do like even like a Riddick Moss. He can like put on the old Madcap Moss, get up and show up, you know? Yeah. What about a top dollar? Can you see top dollar on his own actually like go somewhere? Or what what would if you're top dollar, what would you try to do? Would you stay away from wrestling and try to capitalize off of your media personality, or would you actually stick with it? I don't know, man. I just because just Michael Cole kind of ruined wrestling. I know. Him. I know. Not, I I'm not going to put that all on Cole, but I don't know. Top dollar. I, I, I don't I can't see him on anybody's GCW show doing anything. I, I he definitely can't. got into shape. I'll tell you that much. He definitely took it seriously. I don't. Yeah, but he looks like a guy who probably thinks he's above that. I don't yeah. know. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't see him um doing his own merch table at a GCW show. No, you know what I'm saying? I feel saying? like he's gonna go down like the media route, maybe like start like a podcast or start like some sort of like Instagram show that. or yeah. something. Yeah, he definitely that, has that, a personality too. He was, you know, he was hosting the uh what the, the treasured value, whatever the WWE treasures. Yeah. So I feel like he can definitely get like a, a hosting gig for somebody. Yeah, he'll I'm pretty sure he'll have a podcast within the next month. And he's got the basketball back. I'm sorry, the uh, the football background too. So I'm sure he can get into Absolutely. sports. If he wants to do sports radio, he definitely got the voice for the personality for sure. These um, guys with the football podcast, they really like have a big lane because they just tell stories. And yeah. he's he's got enough. He got WWE experience and NFL experience and like, rap. You know, I'm sure he's he works with some everybody's artists. Everybody's going to want to about. Hear him yeah, tell stories. Definitely. You know Absolutely. I mean? Um, a Shelton Benjamin, I can see him like maybe doing like the the odd Ring of Honor appearance. Maybe do some dream matches over there. Yeah. in a ring of honor but i can't see him signing full-time unless he wants to do like an impact or maybe even go back to japan but yeah I don't japan know. would be dope with sheldon for me emma it's... we talked about i think we feel like impact would be the best for her yeah um dabakato that's an interesting name he's somebody who if he goes to japan they can make him to like a, a literal monster over there um but i don't know about dabakato he's i can't see him like going to like a and Maybe Impact, but maybe more like even like an NWA or MLW. I feel like they would definitely love like a big yeah. guy, like a Babatunde or Dabakato, whatever he wants to go by. I hope he gets somewhere and reinvents himself. Me and, too. And like really gets some ring work and really gets at it. Because I don't think he, I think he loves wrestling <laughs> yeah. somewhere. But yeah, Impact or NWA would definitely be dope for him. Dana Brooke, I think the same thing, Impact, NWA, unless she wants to go the Mandy Rose route. I know she definitely teased something. Mandy Rose put something out, and uh, Dana Brooke retweeted it kind of with the little the look emoji. So, you know, mm. hey, you don't have to do wrestling. If you want to make money, you know, another way. I'm not saying it's an easier way, but it's definitely a, a different way to make money. So, hey, not I knocking mean, it. Yeah, Mandy's cashing in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. We got um Mansoor and and uh, Ma, Ma, uh Masse, I guess Mace or Mansoor, whatever they want to call themselves, Mansoave. Um, the maximum male models. I, I I think these guys would be perfect. Like on an impact, I feel like they would fit in there with a lot of the different comedy they got there. Um, even like AEW and Ring of Honor, like the kind of the same way they kind of put over 
of 3.0, like, you know, Angela Parker and Matt Menard. Yeah. They might be able to do that with, with the maximum male models. They kind of give them a little bit of time, like on Rampage or Ring of Honor, and maybe they'll get over with the crowd. But I, I, I want to see these two guys stick together, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I, I started following them on Twitch <laughs> um, immediately because they're hilarious. So uh, Impact would definitely be dope for them. NWA, too, if they want to stay a tag team, I could yep. definitely see them in NWA like cutting crazy promos too. So that anywhere in the Indies, these guys are going to flourish. All right. Now we're getting down to like the more NXT developmental people looks like uh, Quincy Elliott. What do you want to see from Quincy Elliott? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> All right. Just... <laughs> moving on. We have uh Shanky. What do you want to see from Shanky? Do you know who Shanky is? Yeah, I know who Shanky is. Um, I have no idea what Shanky's going to do after. after I feel like he's going to go to Impact. <laughs> Impact already has um, uh, Mahabali Shara, and they got Champagne Singh as a like little little unit there. I feel mm-hmm. like Shanky would be perfect. They kind of would fit in there because Impact loves to bring in like these big guys to kind of like look menacing in the background. Um, Yulissa Leone, I'm not sure what her oh, deal Shanky. is. I, I I know like she's like requested her release. So I'm not sure if she's maybe trying to step away. I know she's coming back from an injury. Yeah. But for her to request from her release, I'm thinking maybe she doesn't. I can't really see her honestly landing anywhere um, on her own. Like she was a good act with Valentina, but on her own, I can't see her really staying any anywhere. Really? Then I got names that I don't even know. Kevin Ventura Cortez. These are people that like didn't even debut. Um, okay, Ikemenjiro. That's somebody who we who we saw a little bit of. J- Ikemenjiro impact yeah he's gonna be impact. <laughs> impact. he's he's gonna show up one week when like kushida's bumping heads with alex shelley and chris saban's trying to get in the middle and whatever then you know jacket time and then ikaman jiro shows up and we get the jacket time versus motor city machine guns dream match that we've always uh wanted <laughs> he's gonna um, get over a couple people here that i know i've seen like on level up like brooklyn barlow and uh bryson montana I, I can't see either one of them continue with it unless they no really want to take it seriously. Brooklyn Barlow had like this weird like Austin Powers gimmick. Like she she was injured and she comes what? back like out of nowhere after like six months and she's talking like Austin Powers and she's like groovy baby. Like I like the, the whole thing and I'm just like that's an interesting gimmick to do in 2023. But sure, why not? She bumped and, her head um, and turned into Austin Powers. And the last name here, I guess the biggest name, uh, this happened like a day after or so, but was Matt Riddle. Uh, kind of like not not really like something surprising, like a lot of stuff going on with him since he pretty much signed with WWE. Obviously an amazing talent, um, but a lot of baggage, a lot of uh, issues, a lot of trouble. I know he's kind of like always kind of ruffles some feathers. So maybe they're just like, you know what? One thing is enough, like one thing after another. And this whole thing with the JFK airport, they're just like, while we're in cutting mode, let's just go ahead and, and, and cut this before it becomes more of an issue. But um, Matt Riddle, yeah, what do you what do you see for the future for Mr. Riddle? I don't, I don't know, man. I, I think Riddle needs to take some time and uh, let everybody try to forget. He just take some time. Um, he does have a lot of baggage. I understand everything the WWE was putting up with and why they did it. It wasn't surprising to me at all because I think at, at one point I was just thinking any day now, you know, yeah. But he stuck around more longer than I thought. Um, I hate to see him go, kind of, because I do appreciate a Matt Riddle match. Um, but it, it will be fun to see him anywhere else. But, yeah, I think he needs to just go away for a while. Just yeah. go away for a little while, then pop back up. Make us want like, you. <laughs> I can see him possibly even doing like some MMA again. He's still young enough to kind of get back into that if, if the money's there. He might get some more money offers to do that than like a GCW or whatever. But yeah, I'm sure he'll be. I don't know, sure I don't know if he okay. wants to beat himself up like that, and it's not the UFC because he's not getting back in the UFC. He's not. That was yeah, another so issue. Like, why? Like, yeah, it's I funny. Like, as soon as UFC, like as soon as USC gets like officially with WWE, all of a sudden they get rid of Riddle because he's had some bad blood with 
yeah, see in the yeah. past. Well, that, that's that's kind of interesting. It makes sense, but yeah, I don't I don't know if he wants to, like get kicked in the head again um for shoot. So I think he, he'll he'll sit down for a while, then knows his way back into like an AEW or something because I think he's an AEW talent. Yeah. So was there I, any names that like I, I wouldn't wish like you know somebody to lose their job, but was there any like any people you're surprised that like, oh, how is that person still here? Like how come they didn't cut them or whatever? Actually, no. Um, because for a moment there it seemed like WWE wasn't getting rid of anybody. So yeah. <laughs> um True. actually none of this, nobody. Um, before um, metaphor, I would have said mostly everybody in the group. <laughs> yeah, that, that that group pretty much saved them. Yeah, absolutely, they definitely yeah. got saved by that. But I love metaphor, and please, please don't ever break them up or get rid of them ever. If anybody's listening, <laughs> um, but maybe they had to get rid of all these people so they can pay one person, and that person is the newest signee officially to Ooh. the World Wrestling Entertainment. She just uh made her trip down to uh, the performance center last night and everybody knew because this was like blowing up everywhere. ESPN, social media, TV, uh, a Miss Jade Cargill who looks like she is keeping her name uh, surprisingly. People are already making fun of uh, all these different names that she was going to (laughs) get. But it looks like, yeah, Jade Cargill is in WWE. Do you think she made the right decision? And what do you see for the future for Miss Jade? Absolutely. She made the right decision. Um, not not saying that her leaving AEW was the you know was what she should have done, but she made the right decision to go to WWE. If it was anybody anywhere else, I wanted to see her wrestle was there. Um, I'm glad that she's in the PC. Yeah. Um, she's going straight to the main, right? That's what they're saying. Like I know she shout out to Andrew Thompson. He put up. He's been trying to follow all the different interviews and things that she's been doing. And she did mention how like she knows which what brand she's going to be on. So by her same brand, I'm I'm guessing she's going to debut on either Raw or SmackDown. I personally think she's going to be on SmackDown. I feel like when I look at her, I just see blue. I just see I don't know something about her just screams SmackDown to me. Um, especially with them just announcing they're going to be on USA Network. They definitely want to get like a big name or somebody with presence like a Jade. And uh, I think we already talked about possibly putting her with the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley. So I feel like, yeah, put them all on SmackDown and have them run that show. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe have her do like, maybe she can like debut or do the appearance at a No Mercy just to kind of like start NXT, maybe do a program with Becky Lynch or whatever. And then once like that's done, like you're already is introduced to the main roster and you can kind of stay on SmackDown or even Raw. So um, so do we do manager with Jade or no manager? What do you think? Um, I don't think she needs one like right think, away. Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't think so. I feel like if you put it with a manager, like the attention is going to be on the manager, especially if it's somebody that we don't know or whatever, or even somebody who they bring him back. But I feel like if you just have her on her own at first, at least it would be good. And then if you notice down the line that she might be struggling a little bit, then maybe pair her with somebody or even put her in a tag team. Um, but no, off the, off the bat, make her look like strong. Like they had, you know, videos of her walking to performance and she was by herself, just kind of yeah. looking like she runs the show. So why not? I mean, have, yeah. yeah, she has that. She has that statue, right? So why not do that? But um, yeah, I mean, I, I personally think she made the right decision. Like, a not that AW was using her wrong, but I just didn't don't think they even knew how to use her. It's like, oh yeah, she's undefeated for like a year or two, and she lost, and now what? We don't know what to do with her. Like, they're not gonna have her feud for the the women's title. Like, they didn't have no plans for her. She never wrestled Britt Baker. She never wrestled some of the other like big names that they had there. So it's Which like was weird. I always. <sighs> I never understood that. I never understood why she only wanted the TBS title, never wanted the women's title. I, I had no idea what the hell they were doing with her booking. And that's kind of one of the reasons why, like, yeah, she she did need to get out of there. Yeah, I feel like, what, like how what, could you just want one title? And it's not the main title. 
<laughs> like I understand. They, like, I feel like they, they even made that like title that for her. Title I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, they made that title for her in a way because it's like, oh, well, she's winning all these matches, but we can't have her win the women's title for whatever reason. So let's just make her a new title and give it to her. Um, but I feel like like when she came in, they had like a game plan for Jade and then they didn't have any like plans of the sequel. The, the plan was like, she'll be undefeated for this entire time, but then eventually she'll lose to the right person. Um, but then after that, it's like, what do we do? And I just feel like like I feel like she's too big for AEW, like her just how she is, her personality. I feel like she could do so much more. And not that AEW is like holding her back, but I feel like and it's even her own words. Like she even said, like she's happy to be part of a major company now with WWE. <laughs> not saying AEW is not major, but I feel like WWE can do so much more for her and help her kind of get her limelight out there. Like not for nothing, like Sasha Banks. Yeah, they might not have promoted her on The Mandalorian, but I'm pretty sure she got that role because of her spotlight she had in WWE. Yeah. So if Jade really, I know she's been pushing to play Storm in X-Men. If she's going to want that, like, it kind of makes sense to be, like, with WWE, who is, like, you know, close to ABC and Disney and all that. So it's, like, I feel like she definitely made the right choice. And the the matches now, I can already see, like, her and Bianca having a crazy face off at a WrestleMania and just a crowd getting, like, totally behind her. Because you don't have to, like, show you're the best wrestler in WWE. You can get over with, with story, with persona, with the way you talk. So I feel like... Not that WWE is going to hide her, but I feel like she's going to definitely fit better in the WWE system. And as she's like doing all this, she's like slowly learning on her own to be a better wrestler. So by the point she already builds up her character for like six months to a year, by the time she wrestles, she should definitely show a little bit of um, improvement from when we last seen her in the ring. Yeah, I think I think that the style in WWE is um, is more fitting to her Um, and demand from the fans for one. that that's a lot because she she doesn't want to go out there and like blade <laughs> you know no. i don't i don't think jade wants to do that and i was saying that um i was speaking to my brother about it i was saying like yeah if she wants to play storm this is the right first place for her to be and um yeah i think we feel the same way like she's she's definitely going to get those opportunities here um it, it probably was hard going to these places she was going and telling everybody she's a wrestler and then they ask her about WWE, and she's like, "Oh no, I'm in AEW." I know Brandon Phillips is probably like hyping up his wife. They're like, "Oh, one night is she on Mondays or, or Fridays exactly. or like, oh, Wednesdays? Like, Wednesdays." <laughs> and yeah, it's just like one is more known, so I'm pretty sure she had to explain to a lot of people what AEW was, and she was like, "Oh, I didn't know I was going to have to do this." Um, yeah, I just feel like like I know I, I keep saying like I feel like she's too big for AEW, but just like you know, she like owns doesn't she own something? She owns like either some sort of sports team that she owns, and then like her like her husband is you know a pretty famous retired baseball player. I just feel like her stature is like a bigger celebrity. So maybe AEW just not that they couldn't afford her, but maybe they're just like it doesn't justify them signing her for a bigger contract if they don't actually have bigger plans for her. So, yeah. you know, I feel like it's going to happen a lot, honestly. Like, we have a lot of people obviously went to AEW from WWE. It's going to work the same way. Like, AEW's been around for a while to the point where people might feel stagnant and want to switch it up. You know, I'm talking to you, Ricky Starks. I'm talking to you, Powerhouse Hobbs, Wardlow. Like, Ooh. these people, I, Red Velvet, people that, like, I, they're him. just not being used in 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 aw at all and obviously there's a cody connection right cody knows these people he trains most of these people um so i can see them slowly come over um ricky starks i feel like he might be the next one unless like wardlow like he just mysteriously disappeared right who knows maybe his contract is over and we just don't know and he might show up at a royal rumble or something but um yeah what's up with uh pillman jr so they actually teased them last night on nxt 
there huh. was a yeah there was a little segment where you just you see a mysterious person kind of watching tv and he's kind of going through like old 80s stuff and then you realize it's like vintage uh bangles playing and then you kind of see like wcw worldwide or saturday night playing so it's like old clips where like you don't see brian pillman but you know that he was there in, in, in these clips and then you kind of see this guy watching it that's wearing like the pillman type of uh outfit so uh yeah so they're definitely gonna bring him in as his i don't know if they're gonna give him Louis cannon but um <laughs> they're definitely letting us know that his dad is uh is the original brian pillman that's uh that's dope <laughs> like that's as dope i gotta really watch cool. nxt now uh that that's dope if he's gonna really like yeah like i said just just dive right into it man just dive right into it yeah they they own that character they own like that whole gimmick so give him like make him look just like his dad give him like whatever music sounds like it like something like make him why not? Like he looks so much like his dad, you might as well go the full, the full one hundred with it and just make him look like it. And that's gonna pop so many people. Like my my brother, and my dad probably go go crazy for yeah, him. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And speaking of like like getting people's attentions, like I had people kind of going back to Jade that know nothing about wrestling and were like, "Who's this?" Like she just has this presence where it's like. I need to know who this person is. And yeah. I got that from a lot of people. Like they don't even know who she is, but she's, she's obviously a big deal because the way that WWE was like promoting her, like she's arriving at the WWE and these, these are pictures of her working out and pictures of her training or whatever. Um, they definitely know how to like make somebody seem like a big, big deal. Yeah. And um, yeah, especially coming from AEW, it's definitely going to be, going to be hurting AEW. like to have like somebody that actually their first person they built from the ground up and they finally lost them. Like Cody's one thing, but Cody was Cody. So to have actually somebody who they developed from literally her first match um, up until her last match, and now she's finally like graduating. Yeah, she was undefeated show. in your company and then lost and left. But yeah, she was always, everybody was always sending me like Instagram posts on her. Like, who is this woman? <laughs> like, yeah. What does she do? I'm like, yeah, she's an AW. And they're like, what is that? You know, and that's usually the, the way it goes with her. But man, that I've never seen Triple H repost the, um, a x i can't is it a tweet still i don't know what it is but i've never seen triple h repost something like yeah. that and that kind of, i'm like hold on is this real like what the fuck <laughs> like they was really making it a big deal dude i've never seen it before so going into this show that we're about that we're recording right now i made sure to to watch every single episode of heels because oh, i knew that we were going to talk about the season finale of Heels, but Ugh. the the timing here, I guess it couldn't have worked out uh, any better. But we are talking about the series, the series finale of Heels. Uh, I always hate it. I hate it when these shows get canceled, especially shows that we're really committed to. Um, but uh, hey, it's a good re- good thing we, we did what up, though, because now Turning Heels cannot get canceled. <laughs> cannot you know? get canceled. It's, it's, it's yes. living on through through here. But um, yeah, I was able to catch all the episodes and, and finish up the season or the series. Um, Yeah, overall thoughts, man. What did you think of, Um, I guess, the overall series, not just the season, but um, just oh, Heels in general? Man. I am so sad to see this show go. Um, A lot of good shows got canceled in the last couple weeks. Yeah. But God damn it. I'm guessing it's because of the writer strike, right? That's, that's got to be but one of the it's reasons. Suppo- it's a uh, rumor to be ending today, right? Okay. It, so yeah, so September 27, twenty twenty three. Rumored to be ended. I don't. I'm not sure. It probably gotcha. came to an agreement. Um, that's what I seen uh, yesterday. But God damn it, this, I, I love this show, man. And and it's it finally like made that turn to becoming like God damn it, this show just really just you know it left me on a really good cliffhanger on this finale. Uh, we can get right into it. Um, the series this season was a little bit different. Um, they went more into the history of the Spade family. 
And um, they let us, they showed us not why or what caused King Spade, Jack's, um, Jack and Ace's father, yep. um, to commit suicide. The man was in terrible debt. Um, he had made a bunch of bad business deals. He was doing a bunch of shady things and had the DWL and like really bad jeopardy of getting um, taken, um, the, the dome getting repossessed, all kind of things. And they was starting to uncover all these things. Um, and so, Sino, you know, what do you think about like that whole dynamic of this season? Like, well, I mean, going anything, back in time, it, it, it made like us really like understand why why um Stephen Amell's character hates his his dad yeah. because like he literally like killed himself knowing that all these issues that he's running away from are just going to pile on to his dad because he left him you know the company so it's like for him knowing like that knowledge that yeah I, I could escape everything and just kill myself but I'm going to give this issue from my kids my family for the rest of their lives kind of makes us really like hate Tom hate the dad yeah. um so that was kind of like surprising that they kind of would do that um there was like a lot of issues and obviously we're never going to get them resolved now, but yeah, basically like Willie knew about it and Willie knew like she had to like keep paying off this tax person to have them running or whatever. There was like some scam they were doing with like their garden or something like, right. Where like they were selling like well, yeah, they and had vegetables a, and they had a fake money. farm. Yep. Yeah. It was like a, they had a fake farm and they was uh, making all these expenses, but they were using the expenses for the dome. And um, so they was just writing it off, which I just, yeah <laughs> this is like pretty topical like i know there's like stories of like what ted DiBiase has some sort of like money tax scam going on so i'm yeah. sure it's like something that has definitely been done in wrestling so for them to use it like this uh wasn't surprising at all but yeah like the fact that they kind of they dug back in the past and, and made us really like hate hate their dad was uh, a little surprising to me Tough, um right? <laughs> but um like who, who knows maybe their plan was to somehow babyface him in season three by something else that we didn't know about or whatever that we we're gonna find out uh, but yeah, we won't be finding out about that. But yeah, let, let's talk about some of like uh, our favorite moments from like the whole season. Um, there was like the invasion angle here with with, with Florida dystopia, <laughs> yeah. and uh, yeah, we we saw the wrestlers, right? We saw the the Nick Aldis was there. We had uh, Jordan Grace showed up there. Yep. We uh we had uh Savannah Evans from Impact. We uh, also saw uh Serena D from AEW. She actually Serena was one D. of the the wrestlers that Crystal had to kind of run match. Through. Yeah. Yeah. So um yeah. I mean, obviously, it's an obvious uh, wrestling trope with the whole invasions. But how, how did how did you like this whole presentation of them taking over? Because basically, what happened was, um, uh, why can't I think of Stephen Amell's character's name right now? Ace uh, is it Ace or Jack? No, it's Jack. Jack. Yeah. Jack. So Jack had punched the Florida dystopia uh, leader, and then Gully, and instead of like having Gully sue them, they were like, "Listen, just have us do a joint show." We both get money. We both get paid. And after that, you don't have to work with me ever again. Yep. So like the, the way that they worked it out was to do like this, like invasion, a uh, forbidden door type of show, which was like culminated in the season finale. Yeah, it kind of it wrote itself. You know, it was I, I kind of like that they solved it that way. Like, no, let's not let's not get into the legal battle. Let's just, you know, do a forbidden door and uh, let's make some money and get out of there. But um, that was pretty dope. And they 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 trusted Jack to write the entire script for the entire pay-per-view. And he did a really good job because um, I forgot what episode it was exactly. But when they started to kick off the angle, they swerved me. They they, they, got, they got me. I didn't think yep. Crystal was going to turn. And yeah. she turned on the DWL. And um, all in storyline, of course, she turned on DWL and then end up turning back at the culmination of the story. But, man, it was it was pretty nicely written. It was so, so at the same time that crystal in storyline 
switched over and turned to the, the DWL, there Gully was actually trying to get her um right. like officially to switch over. He was trying to pay off Willie basically and like, listen, we'll make you like your on here manager if you and her come over. Um he was, you know, legit trying to like steal people just like he stole Rooster. And right. you know what? I gotta give up to Rooster. Rooster was great on this 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 whole season. There oh, was yeah. one episode where he cut like his promo in front of a green screen, hyping up his main event title oh, match. And I'm like, yo, this dude is good. This it was such a wrestling. good promo, right? Oh like, put this, like make this guy like a manager if he, I mean, if he doesn't wrestle like put him on like tv like it, this guy like on an nwa or mlw he, he'd be killing it in the mic honestly i, I think Dude. rooster rooster was one of the highlights on this show i was mad that the gully's like do it again i'm like what that was great was yeah like, we do it what? again he just one take that dog like no man that yeah like you said rooster was great i think <laughs> if he ever wants to get into some wrestling He'll be fine. AW actually should hit Rooster up for some yeah. promos, man. Put him like mogul affiliates, like as as one of the uh the oh of the, course the mics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On there. Um, some of the things that happened on this show, we had we had Ace have his like his emo dark transformation. He turned into the how would you describe (laughs) the not even the condemned, but the condemned. And everybody kept like pronouncing his name wrong. The condemned. (laughs) The the, the funniest part was when he revealed this character and the whole crowd was chanting God damn instead of (laughs) the the condemned. They're like, God damn, God God damn. damn. But basically, it's like him. It's like when Sting, right? When Sting uh, hung out in the Raptors, that's pretty much what happened to Ace here. He like dyed his hair black he got like the 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 face paint i've been face paint like eyeliner the yeah. old emo dark like alpha here um yeah what what are your thoughts on uh the condemned and how they they introduced them here <laughs> the condemned is a <laughs> well i want was... a condemn like action figure and t-shirt yeah like, well the merch remember he he got the he did this after um after he had that horrifying dream about his dad um with his face blown the fuck off yeah in that, in that hotel room and so he had this revelation. He started volunteering at an old folks' home where an old dude threw uh, shit at him. And like, you remember that scene, right? <laughs> so I, this, I unfortunately do. That was uh, yeah. Very, so uh, he was volunteering. And he was like, you know, trying to kind of turn his life around. And he started going to church and stuff. And so this this character was him, uh, his Batman character, basically. You know, he was getting justice for DWL and it was, it was kind of dope, man. Um, he, he reinvented himself and he got over, he was more over than regular old Ace Spade was, um, <laughs> crazy party and doing Coke Ace Spade was in season one. Um, Crystal, I just want to jump, I'm kind of jumping all over the place, but Crystal was the most over person in Georgia. <laughs> Yeah, she, she had like one of the main storylines. So if you remember the way season one ended was she won the world title. But then as season two started, they were like, you know, people were kind of making fun of it for the most part. And yeah. other people were just like, oh, she's just not ready. There's nobody for her to wrestle. Um, We can't have they found out about some like sports athlete going viral for like beating up a woman. So they're like, we can't do man on woman violence. So then they try to bring in people for her to wrestle. We had a a, a Miss uh, CM Punk, uh, AJ Lee yep. show up as El Dorado. And uh, she got a couple like episodes in like one or two. And she definitely got like some um acting like she she kind of tried to explain her character a little bit. She was like some what some like some veteran wrestler who like took painkillers to kind of hang yeah. in there. And she was kind of giving advice to Crystal. But um she had her little moment there. But yeah, Crystal's story was was pretty sick. And then the whole time she's like deciding if she should like change her look, if um she should jump over to Florida dystopia. You had her um you had like ace kind of like trying to get back into like good graces with her and she's like staying loyal to to bobby penn so you yeah. had that going on as well which i'm happy about i'm happy that she didn't just uh abandon good old bobby bobby's a yeah, bobby's a good boy too. you know 
Ace was trying. Yeah, Ace was definitely boy. trying to. Yeah. But yeah, I, I enjoyed Crystal's story, and yeah, like she had to give up the the men's title, but they made a women's title just for her and all yeah. that. So they definitely had ideas of like building a, a women's division for her. Um, but yeah, did you? How did you enjoy Crystal's whole like story? She was amazing, man. Um, she the the. The matches they put together for her, like with Serena Deeb and the ones she did AJ Lee, they were pretty good. Like her, all her finishes were different, and like I don't think you notice that. Like every time she did a finish, it was different. Oh, yeah. She always did like some crazy move. Like she did the poison. No, she didn't do a poison. Run. She did a Spanish fly off the top to finish Serena Deeb. I'm like, what? Like what is going on here? Like and they it made it look good too. It didn't look like um like super Hollywood either. Like they put two people up there and just did a regular Spanish fly. And she's but, another one. The uh, the actress that plays her, her name is Kelly Bergelin. She's another one that I would love to see like involved in wrestling somehow. Yeah. Like now that the show is over, I was trying to get the name of the movie, but I, I know she's actually working on a like movie that's based on like wrestlers, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, there's like yeah, other no, people like t- Tony Storm is in it. Yeah. Um, there's a couple other people. I think uh, Camille from NWA. Um, I was trying to get the name of this movie now, but basically it's like it's it's supposed to it's supposed to like be about like the old wrestlers of like the um you know like the the, the what do you call it the may young era things like that so oh uh, okay that's kind of nice i think she steven, definitely has a, a future in in wrestling steven amell should do like a heels invasion on aw yeah i was i was kind of i was kind of disappointed that <laughs> like um i'm disappointed that they never like do, did any sort of publicity for them um okay so here's the movie the movie's called queens of the ring and uh it's about mildred burke so it's an old school wrestler here and uh, it's funny because originally Charlotte and Liv Morgan both had roles in this, but I guess WWE didn't want to work with them or whatever the case is. So they got replaced. So Tony Storm replaced Liv Morgan and Camille replaced Charlotte Flair, which is funny because this Tony Storm character is pretty much like what she's portraying in the movie. So I wonder if she's like <laughs> one of those things kind of like Jim Carrey when he played uh, Andy Kaufman and Man in the Moon, where it's like you become the character to the point where like you just transform into them. I feel like that's kind of what happened with her. That'd but, be a um, cool explanation for it, though. Yeah, but yeah, so this this actress, the one that played Crystal here, Kelly Berglund, she's gonna be on this this show also. So she'll be, you know, hanging out with some more wrestlers here. Um, but speaking of wrestlers on the show, we had CM Punk. He, he had a couple more episodes here or there, but nothing really like major. He didn't have like a he was kind of like a background role. He didn't really have like a major he was on commentary story. for most of the yeah, He did commentary. Yeah. He even said there was oh, I wish I would have wrote it down. There was one episode where he said something that kind of like was a little like little like kind of hit home a little too close. It was like one of those things where he's like back, like suspension or something along those lines. Like he yeah, yelled dude. something in the back and I was like, Oh, you, that sounds weird coming from you. I think it was CM like, Punk. um, someone did something illegal and he was like, those are lines for suspension or something like there that. There we go. I think that's what it was. But, but then, um, yeah, um, he was getting, he was sitting there while wild bill was doing like the big, um, while bill was teaching everybody how to cut promos, everybody this season. Cause they were, yeah. they were potentially going to get signed by this, um, by this company who had a streaming service and they were looking into the DWL. And yep. um, so while Bill was trying to get everybody together, because while Bill has experience, he's been on quote unquote WWE this whole time. And yep. he, he know how to cut a promo. And uh, he was just teaching everybody to cut promos. And CM Punk was sitting there and <laughs> while Bill was, he's giving this big speech about like camaraderie and everybody banding together and everything. <laughs> and CM Punk gets up and shouts and rouses on the troops. And I'm like, yeah. Uh, that's that's a that that was a great scene with wild bill because like one of the guys didn't like say hello when he shook the guy's hand or whatever yeah. and, he, and he just got on him so hard and then the guy the guy just came back and cut a promo saying like oh you know this is like you know it was a really good the way i actually like wild bill storyline because we got a little bit more information with him so basically in the flashback we found out that um um, Tom, the dad, had like right. some sort of connection with WCW, and he's gonna have a, a meeting with Ted Turner. So the whole time, 
uh, Wild Bill and uh, uh, Willie, Willie Day, who was his manager at the time, were like, oh, we're going to come with you. We're going to go up north and sign with WWF. And I guess like Tom kept getting like pushed around. And the media kept getting canceled or whatever to the point where it was like, oh, we just want you. We don't want to bring Wild Bill and we don't want to bring Willie. Um, so like Tom felt bad about it, but he told Wild Bill, Wild Bill understood. And then like Willie, like on her own, made the decision to leave Wild Bill and join as a valet to um with Tom. And this really broke Wild Bill's heart because he was like actually dating what Willie Day at the point. So it was like them breaking up in real life. So we kind of, through the flashbacks, we kind of found out like why Wild Bill is the will is the way he is. And like it's like it's weird because like Wild Bill's the one whose life kind of got on track and he got better systemated while yeah. Willie was like getting drunk on her kitchen table while her husband's like threatening to leave her or whatever. Yep. Um so we kind of got a little bit more connection. Now the part that I didn't understand was because we never got more follow-up to it, but like what happened with Tom and and like he never I guess never made it to WCW, right? They never signed him, I guess. Well, um, I think they did say something about it. Cause remember that, that the last meeting he went, he drove up to see him himself and they were like, yeah, he's not. No. Cause here. that's what happened. Okay. So now I remember what happened. So he, he basically got denied the offer with WCW, but then Tom said, Oh, I have connections in WWF and I'm gonna go up the up North to them. But I guess he didn't get the job because while Bill's the one who eventually went to WWF. Right. So yeah. the karma, karma must've got Tom to the point where him and Willie got denied and while Bill got the contract and then like, that's when the whole tr- uh, money issue started. Cause Tom kept having issues and kept asking yeah. uh, while Bill for, and, and give him credit while Bill never like complained. He just gave him money. He's like, write down a figure and I'll give you what you need. Like he yep. never like you, like he really baby faced himself up. We thought like while Bill was like this, like troubled individual, but he was actually the stable one. He was the one that like, Wanted to do the right thing and everything. He's just a wild kind of, guy. Like he, yeah. he was, li- he was living a gimmick, but um, he always helped his friend out. Because what did yeah. he say? He was four hundred thousand dollars in a hole with Bill. Yeah, or something like that. So, and he was asking him for like two hundred thousand then. When he was, it's like yeah, and he said he gives it to him. You know, and yep. that that's 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 tough. Yeah, you're right. They did babyface Bill, and I did like his his story this year because yeah. And, uh, another part of his character was like him, I guess, not embracing like trying to separate the character from the man because like he went to like a Russell Con type thing, right? And there was like some other wrestlers there, which I guess had some like barbarian type of gimmick, but they were just like regular guys just yep. wearing shirts. And Bill like couldn't understand it. He was like, "Why are you guys acting like pussies? Like I don't understand. Like you know, show that you're." And they were just like, "Yo, dude, like one of them had like." some issue right he had a concussion or something so he yeah. was kind of like very silent in the corner and i guess like he was trying to push them and roll them on just for the podcast and they were just like yeah we're not doing this and they kind of walked away and i guess through all this he was like what he was um he was treating uh diego Kindmouth like like shit right he was like kind of pushing yeah, him around or whatever yep. and diego got pissed off he's like yo listen whatever this is your podcast and another baby face moment he's like uh i just want to start the show by saying you know for now on it is no longer the wild bill podcast it is the Wild Bill and Diego Cottonmouth podcast. And I was yeah. like, oh, look at that little baby yep. face right there. And you saw, you saw the smile from Diego and everything. I mean, he so, was yeah. already on that. That um, What what the hell was Bill shooting? Was It was like Heavenly something. I forgot the title of the movie or TV show he was on. But oh, I think it was it was like it was like one of those like lifetime like religion yeah. movies. It was like he was like it was weird. He was like he was an, an angel, angel, but then he was like hooking up with like whenever somebody died, he like hooked up with them or something. It was yeah. really weird. But um, that was the last thing that Tom wrote for him. He wrote like a like a script, like a, a, a lines for him, and 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 while Bill said it, and everybody was like, "Oh, that's amazing!" And that's when like Bill like called him to like thank him, and he, his wife told him, "Hey, Bill killed himself." Like literally everything was happening like like wild bill that's another thing wild bill must feel like shit because like tom came to him for money and i don't think wild bill said no but he was kind of like kind of 
give him shit about it. And then Tom killed himself like that next day or whatever. So that's another thing that must. Uh, yeah, he gave though. He gave him the money. He gave him the money. Yeah, yeah. he did give him the money because remember he told him like, yeah, just don't don't tell my boys or my wife about it. Right, 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 right. And that's that's what was kind of like their mom was tough, man. Oh, yeah. She was really rough. Well, that's she another was... thing that that we didn't really know about. But before he killed himself, it looked like the the mom and the and Tom were having issues because she yeah. was even saying something like, "Oh, listen, the kids are grown now. We don't have to stay together. We don't got to pretend to be together." Which is like a common thing that you see with families. You know, once the kids are a certain age, it's like we're not going to just we stay together for the kid. You know, now we don't have to do that. Right. So you could tell the wife was like proposing divorce to the husband. So that's another thing that just piled on. So we, yeah, it's 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 weird. Like we, it, it's hard to like root against Tom. Um, for what he did, but then it's like, okay, you can see why, like, he might have felt that way. Yeah, he he had it. He had a rough man, but he had it rough, and he was trying to run a wrestling company. So, you know, it's it's already tough that, and he didn't want he didn't want a uh Jack to be a high flyer, which which yes. the title of the final episode. Yep. Oh yeah, we gotta series. talk about the the the, the big. I forgot, totally forgot. Like I'm like, what was the big? The big like thing at the end of the, the episode. Yeah. So so yeah, so we saw the flashbacks of of Jack like what he was trying to do a shooting star press. Shooting on, star press. On like, you know, on the uh the foam stuff. And then the dad came in, he's like, Yo, what are you doing? You're not a high flyer, don't do it. And like he you're, not, to- you're not Rob Van Dam. No, he said you're not gonna fly around like Ray Mysterio or anything. Yeah, Ray Mysterio. <laughs> so he, he pretty much like discouraged him. And I guess like the whole moral of the show is like, I'm not listening to my dad. Like he did what he did, you know, fuck him, whatever. Let me do what I want to do, the shooting star press. So he does it. So basically, like they do this like invasion angle but then like the the storyline swerve was that jack was the one who like turned on his own yeah. company and joined florida dystopia whatever and then the condemned was there to save the day for for a dwl so they had a match or whatever and the match ends last did, man standing match did uh did, did jack win the match um no ace no, won the no match, so right? yeah it was a it was a actually it was a match, great match it, yeah, was, it was a really, really good. good match um it really got i got into it because it was like the last um what 15 minutes of the show yep between actually the end of their pay-per-view was the last 15 minutes of the show which was mm. really good this is the first time they ever did like so that much wrestling on this show and right. i loved it um the match was crazy they did two big spots um i think the condemned jumped off something through a table. I, I, I forget what it was. Uh, and then they go into the ring. And uh, the finish was, uh, they already hit the finish. And they're counting. And, and Jack remembers, like, he he wanted to hit that shooting star press. <laughs> he right. said, you know, no, nah, I'm, I'm going for it. This is this is the big blow off. I'm going for that shooting star press. Um, he hits the shooting. He goes to the top rope, hits the shooting star press. Uh, onto the condemned. And um, yeah, he he lays there, and they're they're having a conversation on the mat, and um, the ref's counting. He gets up to seven, and he tells uh he tells Ace to go ahead and get, get up. up. Yeah, he doesn't get up. Yeah, um, because I think originally it was gonna be like a no contest, right? The, no, the Jack plan was supposed was, to go over. Jack was gonna go over. Okay, he was supposed so. to go over because uh, uh, Duffy was going to win control of DWL. So right. Jack was it's supposed to go line, over. Yeah. yeah. And um, so Ace is telling Jack, like, go ahead, get up. You know, you're supposed to get up. We, we killed it, man. We, we blew it. The crowd's going crazy. We knocked it out the park. And he, Jack's like, no, you get up. And he's like, no. Ace finally turned. He baby faces himself and says, you know what? Just just hearing the crowd yell like this is enough for me. I don't have to win anymore, Jack. I, I, I've changed. He's like, no, get up. <laughs> he's like, get up at nine and you take the W. He's like, no. Yep. So, um. We get to eight and, you know, it's dramatically counting. And uh, 
Ace gets up. He wins. Um, Gully's going crazy. He walks out because Jack's supposed to go over. Um, his wife comes to, I, I forget her name. I'm sorry. Stacy. Uh, Stacy walks over to Jack ringside and she's like, oh, you guys killed it. The crowd's going crazy. You hear that crowd? And she's like, you're going to be okay. You're you supposed to win. Yeah. <laughs> and old Jack says, I can't feel my legs. Ugh. And the no. show ends. And, uh, and we're never gonna and find we're never out what gonna happened. Find he's out. gonna be paralyzed forever. It's the saddest story. This is like, oh this, my this, yeah. god, dude. Hey, listen, I, if Freddie Prince Jr., if you're listening to this, and I'm sure you are, and you have your own streaming service, right? Premier Wrestling League, whatever you call it, Premier, like get the rights to stars. I'm sure your boys with Stephen Amell get the rights to it, make please. it into an actual show, do like weekly, weekly DWL, weekly heels, like make it into an actual like promotion. Oh um, my god! Like dude. like 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 B said, last fifteen minutes was great. Show that. Show the it actual was amazing. match. Amazing. Um. Yeah. This this we can't we can't die. We can we, we buy can't. it? Can can we use what we got from our super chat Please. from what up next? And see, can we buy heels? Dude, Jack is fucking paralyzed, and, we'll, and we don't get another season. God damn so it! I think I think um we need to write the third season of of heels. I think that's that's the the end goal, right? For turning heels, if the fans want it. Me and B can literally write the eight episodes and we can write the script. We have the big return of ap- Apocalypse, right? Okay, no, 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 no. Okay, okay, we rewrite <laughs> it. We rewrite it. He's not paralyzed. He just gets to get have like his um my sacrifice moment. Mm. He, you know, <laughs> we get to write his or comeback. He, or he or he's paralyzed, but AW signs him and clears him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he's Oh, you're good. You're good. Doc Samson said you're good. Yeah, you're good. It's Jack versus Shibata at Wrestle Dream. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, dude. But they cannot end like this, dude. No, no. I know. No, it's sad. It's you know the same thing happened with Glow, like uh, on Netflix. Like there was some cliffhanger with that, and I never got a resolution. But it's like at least give me like a movie. Give me like one more episode to you know just to. Just one episode, an hour and, and 30 minutes, 90 minutes, just just to give me some sort of like conclusion to the show. That's all. That's all I ask for. Oh, man. Yeah, because what happens? Like, that's uh, it. That's the company's over. He, he sells it. it to WWE. Vince McMahon buys a territory and he, he puts it on the <laughs> WWE Network. He puts up 10 episodes every Saturday on, well, the I mean, on Peacock and that's it. Dystopia was just impact anyway. It was. So, it yeah, was, yeah, like Sandow was in the back watching that match. See, they, they never said what year this was, but it definitely felt like 2000, like right when TNA started. It felt like, I don't know. So it could be around the same era, time when WCW was bought. So maybe that's the storyline. Maybe, they, you know, this was like OVW or whatever. It got purchased by WWE. Oh, and um, Florida Dystopia became Impact Wrestling and they signed Bupinder Gujar. The man paralyzed himself from hitting the fucking shooting star press. I think we deserve another season. Okay. He went for it, all right? He or, just... because Tony Khan loves to, like, just, just to bring in storylines from other companies, just, Tony Khan, if you're listening, I know you're listening to this, sign Stephen Amell and just give him the character of Jack Spade and just continue, like, oh, he got cleared, he's good, he's gonna wrestle here, and then, like, you know, like, Rooster debuts on Rampage. And they, they, they continue the show. Like, Tony Khan just buys the race for heels, just buy the show and just use all the characters. And uh, maybe not bring in Ricky Rabies, but everybody else he could bring in. Oh, I forgot about Ricky Rabies. <laughs> yeah, Ricky Rabies <laughs> is not getting a job. Ricky Rabies might show up as a manager on Woman of Wrestling, maybe. But that's pretty much it. Yeah, you put Diego Cottonmouth with the Lucha Bros. And you just <laughs> keep it going. 
Diego Cottonmouth with the Lucha Bros. What the fuck is Lucha Bros? <laughs> Yo, so the the I know you kind of touched on it a little bit, but like the little storyline with the guy, I forgot his name on the show, but the actor's name is Josh Segula. And I only know him because him and Stephen Amell are really tight. Mm-hmm. When Stephen Amell came out for his match at All In against uh, Christopher Daniels, he actually came out with somebody. And this was this actor. Um, oh, shit. I think, yeah. And he he was with them on Arrow. He play, I forgot who he played on Arrow. I know Muggin's screaming at me right now through his iPod. Um, but like he, him and Steven Amell are really close. And um, he was on She-Hulk. He was on the last Scream movie. He was. I remember this guy's face. Yeah, now. he's a, yeah Josh Segarra. That, that, that's his name right there. Yeah, he was on Arrow. Who did he play on Arrow? I have to say this. Find out before Muggin shoots me an email. He <laughs> was Adrian Chase. Okay. who is a uh, Prometheus. Yeah. He's like a, a DC villain. Yeah. Um, so yeah, him and Stephen Amell are really close. So when he showed up, I'm like, Oh, this guy's on the show. And he basically paid like, he was like a, what, an executive for like a new streaming service that wanted to bring wrestling in. Yep. So he's kind of, he's trying to, trying to court both DWL and Florida dystopia at the same time. But I think he was playing both sides. He wanted to sign both of them. I don't know. I don't think he wanted to sign uh, Florida dystopia. I think he wanted to sign DWL because, um, he he knew a he knew Jack was the brains behind the operation. Gully, it's crazy how Gully just completely gave up creative control to Jack. Like oh, yeah. you do it. Like <laughs> that was another funny aspect of the show was like them like rewriting each other's scripts and whatever. I'm not yeah. doing this. I'm not doing that. Last um, minute writing. <laughs> yo, I don't know her. I'm just looked at her name right now. Emmy Raver Lampman, but the actress that played uh, the boss of the streaming guy, she was yeah. great. Like she was like a bitch, but like she was a really good bitch. Like she was like hanging out at the pool party. She's like, I'm not going. She's still cool. Yeah, she was really cool. Yeah. She wanted to hang out, see things burn at Florida Dystopia when she's like, eh, I don't want to go to that lame uh, DWL party. They had like a, <laughs> DWL had like crackers and like fruit punch. And like <laughs> the other place has like strippers going through like rings of fire on a motorcycle. It was like much yeah, more they exciting. Had a floating wrestling ring. And oh, yeah. That, that was much more fun. Pool. Yeah. Like, why would I want to go to watch this fucking video presentation? But I, I looked her up. Her name is Emmy. Emmy Raver Lantman, and she, I guess, was a main character on the Umbrella Academy, which I heard good things about on Netflix. Yeah. So I guess that's what she's like best known for. But um, yeah, she like totally stood out for me. I'm like, yes, yeah, this whoever this actress is, she's really good, and I feel like she's gonna have a big future. Um, but yeah, we pretty much touched on a lot of the characters. Um, we didn't get a, like I said, uh, Apocalypse never returned, so that's I guess they wrote him off. He, I guess he was a uh, part of the the budget cuts for DWL. Oh. <laughs> he, he, he was a part of the budget. <laughs> who else did they, they didn't cut anyone else did they no like, i mean they still had the like first big, season no big jim was still there he's kind of like a a, a no kind of like a minor character uh bobby oh, yeah, Penn was, was still there was drew mcintyre of dwl pretty much like rooster like it was weird like rooster was like he was trying to work with like jack he was like listen like I'll, i like your script i'll do what you want me to do whatever but you have to like respect me being here whatever the case is yeah um but i was they, they're trying to like explain that storyline a little bit but like, I feel like they were kind of teasing maybe Rooster jumping back over. Um, but yeah, we're never going to find out like what happened with, with Jack and turning on his own company and, and him getting paralyzed. And yeah, I know Stacy, his wife was like, she was like playing like what detective the entire series trying to figure out about all these debts and all these issues to the point where Willie's like, listen, you want to work with us? You can, you can work with us. If you want to like help us fix our finances, you're more than welcome to. So that was kind of yeah. like her story was her like, getting a little bit more involved um behind the scenes well she thought that willie was skimming so yeah it's kind of led her to it which i understand it did look shady she's giving the lady an envelope full of money in the back of the event after the show like that looks like skimming to me um but yeah besides like uh serena deeb nobody none of these cameos really got any lines uh aj obviously did aj lee but like 
Jordan Grace didn't say a word. Uh, say Nick a word. Aldis didn't say a word. Savannah Evans. They were just they kind just of there. They were part of the invasion. their arms. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's some. There's probably some other wrestlers, some other um cameos that we didn't spot or whatever. Yeah, I think yeah. um uh the match that they the tag match Diego and um and Wild Bill. I forgot who they were wrestling, but they were. Yeah, there was some like actual like wrestlers there. Yeah. I know like I don't know one of the guys that's part of Florida Dystopia. I think his name is like the Hole. <laughs> that's played by um <laughs> by Luke Hawks, who's like a. Uh, indie wrestler here uh okay. nwa and all that so they definitely had like some wrestlers there but yeah even like the crystal um i forgot serena deeb's name on the show but she, they had like a pretty much like a full match there as yeah. well complete so. full match and she definitely uh job to crystal which was yeah i was trying to find out about about uh james harrison and like why he didn't show up uh on heel season two but there, there's no real reason they just decided not to bring him in i guess so Hmm. kind of sucks yeah but yeah let's uh let's pour one out for heels as they say um yeah. but yeah what what would you i know we were joking about writing season three but like what would you have like seen in the next season let's just say we had one more season like they had to okay this is the last season of heels what what would you do for season three um i think this that would have been a great opportunity to like um do a like a comeback story for jack and like show how wrestlers always try to wheel themselves back in the ring that have been a great arc for him. Um, the can damned getting eyes again by the WWE. That would be yeah. A that's nice what I, that that's where I was gonna go. I was actually gonna go with like him actually getting signed to WWE, like not mm-hmm. call it whatever, and then have him actually fail, like have him go to the performance center and not like you know how he thinks he's like a good wrestler, he thinks he's a shit, but yep. once he's actually in there with like trained wrestlers, like oh shit, he's actually not all cut out, <laughs> and then kind of like make it like a WWE 2K storyline type of thing where you're trying to like make yourself up to the main roster and like yeah. show this like going on and have like actual cameos. Let's just say like season three, they got like totally in bed with WWE because of Cody Rhodes or whatever, and co- make Cody there we go, bring Cody and have Cody be like the main guy in this fake WWE company and have, um, you know, the condemned, whatever he calls, you know, WWE is going to give him a new stupid name, right? They're going to give him like, you know, skip McJohnson or something like some stupid name just to make fun (laughs) of WWE, but have him like totally fail. Have him like, like not cut it. Like he sucks. He gets like part of the budget cuts, like something like that. And then he has to kind of like come back and like, you know, apologize to his brother for, for, for doing that to him or whatever. But his brother, of course, accepted him and this and that. Um, And maybe like bring rooster back in to dwl make him like since like since uh jack is out maybe have like hey yeah. rooster now's your chance you could be the world champion and, and they actually get signed by the streaming service and that's what yeah. i was gonna say like have them actually get signed by the service and they actually start to do better and that's when you can have ace go to wwe or quote whatever they call i forgot what they called the company that was the fake wwe <laughs> but they just say like up north right They're yeah like new well, york yeah. or up north so I would also can, have like maybe like the streaming company like actually buys both uh, DWL and Florida Dystopia and merges them. So now mm-hmm. like Gully has to work with like Willie and all this and that. So maybe like they'll use like the 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 presentation of Florida Dystopia, like the lights and the colors and everything, but the wrestling right. style is still DWL, still actual good wrestling. So like some sort of merger with both companies and maybe show like the the struggles of that and trying to like maintain like different like ex- like vice like v- VPs, right? Like yeah, have, have struggling VPs. Uh, maybe have them have a fight in the back or something, and somebody gets bit. Like you know, do something, do something funny like that. I did like um when they showed like Gully's um, arena. That was really dope. Like oh yeah, the, the, when they showed it empty and they showed like they showed like three or four different angles of this place, like fully like a whole uh, show, the crowd, 
Then they showed it empty. They showed the outside of it. I'm like, this yeah. looks nice. Like, oh, yeah. You know who I liked on the show also? And she didn't really have that many lines, but whenever she did, she definitely stood out. Um, Gully's like daughter. Like she oh, was yeah. like spot on with everything. Like she was like very quiet, but she always tried to help her dad. And like she was on top of like social she media and all that. Nick she Khan. Yeah. yeah, she's like, oh, dad, I think you should tweet this out and do this and that, and you'll get your yeah. likes up or whatever. Like, she was looking at the numbers. She was like Brandon Thurston. And she, she was, was like, legit. Yeah. yeah, she was looking at the ratings. She's like, listen, our demo needs to step up. I think you need to do this and move this to this quarter hour. And I'm like, whoa, okay. So yep. I'm like, okay, I'm really impressed with and the daughter. Nailed it. And that would have been cool to like have her versus Jack like she's the real business like behind the whole thing so yeah but um we'll see what happens we'll see if we'll have jack spade versus joey janela at spring break or something i don't know you gotta give me some sort of conclusion that would be actually kind of funny if you have like Stephen amell like in the crowd at like spring break gcw and he's in a wheelchair because he's still paralyzed um and then joey janela's like oh come on jack you know your your dad you know you should kill yourself just like your dad killed himself i'm picturing, whatever. I'm picturing Stephen amell doing uh the kevin nash pull the blanket off his legs and get up <laughs> Or, or you know, or even even better idea. Have have um have. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Let me. I have it in my head. Let me just spit it out. Oh, no. So you so so Tony Khan and Stokely Hathaway bring in the the Spade brothers to Ring of Honor. Uh, Jack Spade and A Spade, and they build them up in a tag team division. Oh and then they're on Rampage one night. They just beat the Iron Savages. And then Christian K comes out and is like, "Hey, Jack, Ace, nice to meet you. I heard you guys don't have a dad." Yes, 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 yes. I just have Christian, <laughs> you Christian too. and Edge versus the Spade brothers, all because the the Spades don't have a dad. So. Jack and Ace Spade, you oh, guys great. had that'd a father. So you guys had a father, <laughs> but he did the right thing and he killed him. Yeah, you could do a whole thing, man. Oh my god, that's it. Edge and Christian versus. Oh my god, whatever pay per view. If Tony Khan. If you book Edge and Christian versus the Spade Brothers, any AW pay per view, I will pay for front row uh, seats to watch that. Me and B, me, we'll be there with a I turning swear. heel sign. I guarantee turning you, heels, I will yeah. have on my Jack Spade uh, shirt that you get at PWT right now. <laughs> <laughs> I need to now that not the show is over. I think I'm actually going to go and buy some. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a merch some heels right merch. Just, yeah, just, just, just because my heart, my heart's healing. I wish they would sell a replica of the DWL title. Like the woman's title, it was like it was funny. It was the same title, but with a white strap. It was yeah, just it was like nice. WWE. Yeah, it was WWE. <laughs> but um, they should sell like the actual like titles. I, I don't know. Did they you know Rooster? Rooster's title was pretty sick. The Florida dystopia yeah, title. That one was crazy. It was like circular, but it had like all these colors yeah. on it. I'm like, yep. that's a pretty sick title. I um, mean, so yes, sell the Florida dystopia title. I'll, hey, I'll buy that. Steven Amell, um, that's a good auction item. I'm just saying. Mm. I'm just saying. That's a good point. I, I mean, honestly, with, with him being close to Cody, I feel like they're gonna do something. They're either gonna they're gonna buy start. They're gonna buy heels. They're gonna do some. They're gonna do something. Come on, I have faith. The heels will continue. Heels will live on. Hopefully, fingers are crossed. Um, fingers are crossed, and hands are held just like the movie Talk to Me. Uh, Cino, mm, there we go. Nice transition. <laughs> Look at that. Look at you with the transition. Cino, yeah, talk to me. We both. We I both finally this, got to see yeah, it. This creepy ass fucking movie, and I loved it. Um, you know who yeah. else loved it? Braden Harrington, because every other day he messages us in the group chain saying, "Hey, I saw talk to me. I love it." Like we know you told us seven times, but he must really love it. I love uh, he, this movie, he, dude. It was great. This I movie it and twice I, already now. It must. I, I can't try to think. The last movie where I literally had to like turn away and like not look. It might have been Midsommar with the whole scene with the the old people. Okay. This was the only other movie since then. I feel like unless I'm missing something, where I literally had to turn my head and I couldn't watch it. You know what scene I'm talking about, right? I don't. Because there's a couple for me. <laughs> okay. So. so I'm trying not to spoil it too much, but the kid at the end who can't control what's going oh, on okay. keeps performing yeah. damage to himself. And at the end, yeah. he 
really goes, you know, full on Nick Gage. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was I had to turn away because they were like zooming in and slowing it down. And oh, yeah, that movie was crazy. And they're making part two, which I'm happy about. They already announced the sequel. Really? Um, you know, OK, so I'll tell you what the sequel is supposed to be. It's not even supposed to be a sequel. It's supposed to be a. OK, you know, the beginning, the the opening scene with the brother, the mm-hmm. guy looking for his brother. It's yep. supposed to be that. It's supposed to be that. That's supposed to be the movie. Like show what happened. But like, I thought got to that point that. Yeah, because I'm, I'm thinking that that was just the, the progression end, of you yeah. playing with this fucking item. You I'm know? trying to remember now. Now I'm trying to think: Is this movie a prequel to the opening scene? Because at the end we see somebody. Is it the same character from the beginning? It might no, be. No, no, no. It's this not? movie is a prequel to the ending scene. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> sorry, that's yeah. what I meant to say. I'm so sorry. That's what I meant to yeah. say. This movie is a prequel to the ending scene. Yep. But the ending scene isn't that the same people from the beginning? I don't think so. I have to I go back and so. watch because they were speaking. I feel like they were speaking Spanish like, at the end. Oh, you're right. So it's going to be like the uh, the spinoff. It's going to be taught to me Barcelona, like on Netflix or something. <laughs> they did that Barcelona. with Bird Box. They had Bird. I saw Bird Box Barcelona. I'm like, since when do they have like other countries like versions? Like, I don't see like Terminator you Philippines on or something. What was that? No, about? no, no. It was an actual movie. It's called Bird okay. Box Barcelona. Oh, but yeah, this uh, this this kind of you know why it kind of got me because usually when you watch a horror movie i watch a lot of horror movies you watch a lot of horror movies we we both love the horror genre yeah um spooky season is upon us ladies and gentlemen oh yeah we'll Um, talk about spooky season for sure yeah i'm gonna be uploading a a, a terrible movie in the the the, um facebook group all the time okay yeah it's gonna be really really bad i don't know i like terrible uh, horror movies too but uh (laughs) this movie was the first of its kind that like okay usually when you get like a scary object movie you only see the consequences of it like once or twice mm-hmm. this is the first time they're like oh no we're gonna play with this fucking thing the whole movie right <laughs> so get used to it like that that blew my fucking mind i've never yeah. seen anything like this and i had to look it up because i knew it was bothering me so no so the brother from the opening scene was later on in the movie like she did interact yeah, that, with him. his yeah, brother that's, yeah that's, his brother that's not, what i was thinking not the guy but, yeah. who did the harms himself but yeah since the sequel is supposed to explore the backstory of ducky who's a character in the introduction of the movie so yeah, it's supposed to be like it was this literally the movie was filmed at the same time as the first one they literally filmed them like side yeah. to side so they definitely had this idea and of course the sequel is going to be called talk to me okay why yeah, why wouldn't it be yeah it's, um i mean it writes itself but yeah spooky season i'm, I'm probably gonna rewatch this movie tonight honestly I, I was trying to like every year i i i make a list of movies i want to watch for for halloween i try to do like december i'm sorry october 1st to the 31st yeah sometimes i cheat and i start like big in the end of september because my birthday is on the 30th so i'm like you know what I treat myself to to a horror movie i'll watch or whatever right. so i always try to do a mixture of movies i've never seen before and then movies that have classics to me or whatever oh yeah um so I'm definitely gonna put talk to be on there, even though I just saw it. I'm like, yeah, I need to re-add that back to me, back to my list. Um, yeah. there's like this Grinch movie that I've been meaning to watch. It came out <laughs> last year called The Mean One, where it's like they've been doing this thing now where they take like classic characters or stories and make like horror versions of them. They did right. it for Winnie, like the, Winnie Pooh. the Pooh, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, you know, they're doing a sequel to that, right? Where they're bringing in Tigger. Uh, did you watch the Winnie the Pooh movie? No, I want it's so, so, really so bad. That's yeah, what I was going with. I so these it. movies I want to put on my list. I want to put Winnie the Pooh. I want to put the mean one because I think they're finally releasing it like after a year. They're gonna have it on demand. So I want to watch that. Um, I know they're making like a Peter Pan one also that they're like oh, a killer Peter Pan. But basically, like they couldn't use Tigger in the first one because they had rights to like Pooh and all the other characters, but they didn't, yeah. but I guess Tigger's rights don't like start to like 2024 or something. So now they purposely made it for where the sequel is gonna have Tigger in it. 
So that makes I'm definitely sense. Gonna, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna watch that. Um, there's a movie on Hulu. I know I told Braden Harrington about it because he loves his aliens, but it's called um, I think it's called No. What's I it think I, I've seen it's an it. alien I, movie. Yeah, yeah it's, it's on the like the homepage of my Hulu. I forget what it's called though. Any good? You seen it though? I started to last night. Okay, it's called okay. No One Will Save You. No one so, will save you. I'll be honest with you. So I, I started this last night and it started scary because the thing is, I, I knew going into this, it was a movie where it was like no dialogue, but I didn't tell my brother that. <laughs> so we're both to hang it out last night. We're both, this is, this is a, a Patreon. I don't know if this is a Patreon or whatever. Hopefully, hopefully nobody's <laughs> listening. So I was high off my mind, right? Me and my brother were smoked <laughs> so freaking high. We haven't smoked together in a long time. So we're like, oh, let's just make up for it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I know about this movie. Like, you want to watch a scary movie? He's like, oh yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like Scream. You want to watch a scary movie? So I put it on and um, he's like, what is it about? I'm like, I don't know. I knew what it was about. I knew it's about like a teenage girl who has to like survive an alien invasion movie or whatever. So like he's watching it and he's like nobody's talking. I'm like oh yeah, <laughs> like I don't know, like I don't, I don't know. It's Wait, a so movie. no yeah. one talks in this movie? No, I I mean I got like maybe a little bit halfway over it and nobody was talking. It's like a yeah, it's like no dialogue. It's like even the parts where somebody's about to talk, something happens and it stops them. It's like it's weird, but like it's about like this girl. She must be like I don't know, 15, 16, and she's like. I guess she lost her parents. Like, I guess I didn't finish the movie, so I didn't find out what happened. Yeah. But she's she's home alone. She lives with nobody. And she literally gets, a, like, a home invasion. Like, something happens, and there's an alien. And I'm talking about, like, little gray guy with a big giant head alien. Like, the pro- <laughs> prototype alien. Right. And, yo, so they don't show him for the first, like, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. And this dude's running around just like Alf would run around on the Alf show. And I know yeah. Braden hates that. So I gave him the heads up. <laughs> Listen, the alien runs just like Alf. Like you need to, because I know that scares him for whatever reason. <laughs> you literally see this little guy like running around. Um, my son wasn't watching, but he had like, his headphones on. Even when he saw that, he like he's like, "Oh, hold on, what you guys watching right now?" And, like <laughs> he got into it too because it's like suspenseful. And um, yeah, this girl's just trying to fight off this alien. But the thing is, we were both so blazed out that like no dialogue will put me to sleep, and it pretty much yeah. we both kept falling asleep because yeah. it was very quiet. Kind of like um the other monster was called Quiet Place. That was another movie. Where quiet Place. No, yeah. yeah, there's no. So I don't know why I I think I don't, I don't think she's mute. I think she could talk because at one point she just she's wasn't trying talking to talk either. and somebody like, yeah, they just I guess it's a I don't know, editorial decision to make no dialogue. Um, But yeah, as far as I know, there's no dialogue in it. So my brother just like, yo, can you turn this off? <laughs> like, we're falling asleep. So we ended up putting something else off where we put on. But I do want to go back and finish that only because I'm intrigued on like what the hell this this alien was uh, was doing. So I got yeah, so to wanna... re up on my scaries, though, because um. I don't know. I'm a guy who doesn't. I, I like horror movies, but I don't like slashers. Mm, okay. I you don't, don't like Scream or Friday the Thirteenth. Never got. I, I like movies? slashers to a certain degree. If it's a classic, of course. I mean, come on, bro. It's a classic. Halloween, Friday the yeah. Thirteenth. See, those, those well, movies sorry. are never slashers are never scary to me. They were like fun, exactly. exciting, like thrillers. Like, oh my god! But they yeah, I was never yeah. like, oh, like no, I, I never get scared of any of them. Yeah, but, but I know like, what you mean. Yeah, like it then got to be from a certain era too. Like, um, Urban Legend is one of my favorites. You know, mm. and that's a, that's a slasher movie, and it's it's not scary as much as it was drama filled. In the time I seen it, I was like ten when it came out. Yeah, and I went to the movie theaters to see it for some reason. I don't know who I went to the movie to see it with, but. I'm a guy who wants to bring on the demons. You got to bring on the demons to scare me. And it's been a drought when it comes to good demonic movies. But talk to me. It's, just it, it, It's funny you say that. So talk to me. It was great. I saw another movie that was not great. And that was The Nun 2. Oh, my God. It was I'm so bad. pretty. I didn't like The Nun 1. 
It, yeah, me neither. But yeah. I just, I'm, a, I'm a completionist and I have to watch all these shitty movies. Right. So I may actually made it a double feature. So I went to go see Expendables 4, which I liked. It wasn't a good movie, but mm-hmm. it was all right. It was whatever. It's whatever. So I saw that and I was like, you know what? I might as well see The Nun 2 now while I can. And I another movie where I kept falling asleep because it was so fucking boring. And like there was some parts that were scary. Like there was... I don't care if I spoil it. There was like yeah, a goat. Like there was like a goat, like a scary goat with like red eyes. That was the only thing that was scary because like <laughs> that shit kept running towards the screen. I'm like, oh, yeah. like that was the only part that was really scary. But I, I don't advise anybody to watch it unless like it's on demand for free somewhere. Maybe throw it on, but I wouldn't pay to watch it. Yeah. But yeah, I'm looking at movies that are coming out and do any of these stand like Saw 10. That's like that comes out this week. Okay. Is that yeah. is that um, the like, Saw movies? Completionist, like you said, I have to see all the Saw movies. So yeah, of course. Me too. I'm gonna feel the same way. I see the last one. I didn't hate it. Was it uh, Spiral? The one that had Chris Rock and Samuel. I didn't hate it either. Like it just didn't feel like a soul movie. It felt like something else. And I guess that was the point, like a spinoff, like from the book or whatever. Chris Rock playing a detective in a horror movie. (laughs) That's just all it felt like. Because he was still Chris Rock. And Samuel Jackson was his dad. It was weird. Yeah. So like so. So yeah, that didn't, didn't feel like a like Saw that. movie to me. And the one before that, which I think was just called Jigsaw, also didn't feel like a Saw movie yep. because it was filmed differently. I forgot what if it was like set in the future. I forgot what the something about that was off. Like just the filming style was totally different. So mm-hmm. this new one, which is supposed to take place in between, I want to say what, two and three, three or four or something. Something like that. It looks and it feels just like the original, like what, five, six movies that came out before all these spinoffs. So because of that, I'm actually looking forward to it. Cool. Um, so I, I will see that. Um, there's a new Exorcist movie that comes out, The Exorcist Believer, which I think looks pretty good. Yeah, I'm ready for that too. Now it's like two little girls instead yeah, of one. That and, one uh, looks I, crazy. I forgot yeah, the main actor's wild. name, but he's always good at everything I see. Is he the dude that was in Candyman? Or am I getting my actors mixed up? I have to uh-huh. look it up. There's the, the main actor in Exorcist Believer. He, the main guy from Candyman? I don't I feel like he I don't know if he was the main guy in Candyman, but I feel like he was in Candyman. Um okay, so it's directed by David Gordon Green, which is the same guy who directed the past couple Halloween movies. So that uh-huh. could be good and that could be bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and oh, he's actually doing so he did The Exorcist Believer, and there's another one coming out in 2025 called The Exorcist uh Deceiver. So he's already like making like a, a franchise nice. out of it. Okay. Oh, Leslie Odom Jr. That's who that's who it is. Okay. I don't think he was in Candyman. No. I was thinking of somebody else. No, he wasn't. But he but he's a great actor. Yeah, he was in Glass Onion. That's probably what I was thinking of. He was in Glass Onion. Yep. He was in the Many Saints of Newark, which is a Soprano spinoff. He was in Hamilton. He was in One Night in Miami where he played Sam Cook. That was actually a really good movie. I don't know if you saw that One Night in Miami. I seen the the Harry Tubman movie he was in. I'm just looking at this uh, IMDb right now. So One Night in Miami is literally you, you would love and this Red movie. Tails. He was in Red Tails. Red Tails. That's another yeah. good one. One Night in Miami was basically like one night that actually happened in like in the 60s, and it was literally Malcolm X, Muhammad Ali, Jim Brown, and Sam Cooke all like renting out a hotel, and yeah. it's basically about like that weekend that they had together. I remember the advertisement for that, but I I heard nothing about this movie. Like I remember seeing the commercials and stuff because they were showing the commercials during like the NBA finals or something like that. You know why? I think it was like it was never in theaters. I think it was only on Amazon Prime. I want to say it was one of those movies. Was that like during the like when the pandemic started? Yeah, twenty twenty. It literally was like right around. Yeah, came out right around that time. But it won like a whole bunch of awards and stuff. It got nominated, um, and all that. So it's I would definitely check it out if you get a chance. Um. Yeah, but back to the original topic. Sorry, uh, Exorcist comes out. We have um, Five Nights at Freddy's. I'm definitely gonna watch because my son's been talking about that nonstop. <laughs> um, there's a new Pet Cemetery movie coming out, but it's really? like a yeah, it's it's like straight to Paramount Plus. Pam Greer is in it for some reason. I have no idea why. Like she's like playing like a crazy like barn lady that's trying to shoot. Like I the, can dig the, it for Pam Greer in it. I'm, yeah, I, I, I love I love it. me some Pam Greer. <laughs> right. Um, 
but yeah, other than that, I don't see too many other ones coming out this year, but it's okay. It's a mixture of old movies and new movies. Um, I always try to find like a classic that I've never seen before. Um, and one that like stood out to me because I, I love like slasher movies. So I try mm-hmm. to watch all of them and I kept like looking up like the best um, slosh- slasher movies of all time. And one right. that I never saw that actually, I think it's based on true events. It's called The Town That Dreaded Sundown. It came out in 1976. The killer looks kind of like Jason Voorhees before he had the mask. He's wearing like a pillow sack. But that's like actually like I've seen a review of this movie like three times on YouTube. Yeah, I think they remade it. I want to say they remade it like in 2014 or something, 2000 something. They definitely remade it. But I want to watch the original one first. And it's like, yeah, I just looked it up now. It's based on a serial killer from Texas. Yeah, it's like a true story. The Phantom Killer. Yeah, they actually made it into another movie called The Legend of Boggy Creek. So it definitely has like... um like real life events to it so that's mm-hmm. that's one of my like i guess classic slashers that i haven't seen yet so i'm definitely gonna watch that is there any like movies like horror movies that like you love that you think are kind of like cult classics that most people don't talk about or know about that you would recommend well um like class i'm gonna just go back to what you said like classics i haven't seen surprisingly i've never watched any of the hill Razor series like you know what's funny one you know what's funny? Neither yeah. have I. Really? I never, I never, never. I don't know why. Like something about it never caught my attention. And you know what? I was thinking of at least watching like the first one. Yeah, me too. Because <laughs> there's a lot of them. There's like so many like it's so spin-offs many on DVD. They just made like a, a remake last year, I think. For and Hulu. that's why I wanted because it looked crazy. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll get into Hellraiser this uh, October. Like when I was young, I don't know what it was about. It just never attracted me because it seemed more like sci-fi-ish. And I never really liked sci-fi. Yeah, and I felt like I had to be kind of smart to figure out what was going on. But as I got older, I started to like go back and watch some like the sci-fi movies that I I would appreciate. And I just never got to Hellraiser. But I feel like, you know what? Maybe I'll watch at least like the first one for this. uh, You know what? That's a good one. I'm going to write that down right now. Maybe we should. That should be our homework for the next What Up, though. How many Hellraisers can we watch between now and the next show? You know what's funny? Yeah. So we're probably going to do an episode around like Halloween time anyway. So we can make it like a Hellraiser. Yeah. You know what? Let's 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 make this challenge to everybody listening. Everybody yeah. watched the first Hellraiser movie. I'm gonna look up the uh the year and everything because like I said, it was too many Hellraiser it's movies. It's a lot of Hellraiser movies. So the first one actually came out in 1987. It's actually oh, it's a British movie. I didn't realize that. It's written and directed by Clive Barker, who's done a lot of different horror stuff. Um, and it's based on a novella called The Hellbound Hearts. Huh. Um let me see how many just curious how many Hellraiser movies they are. Okay, not as many as I thought. There's one, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, eleven. <laughs> Never mind. There's eleven, 11 Hellraiser movies plus the remake. The remake is included as part of okay. the eleven. Yeah, okay. so ten of the original ones. So yeah, let's see how many we can watch. I, I, I'll watch them all. I don't I'm gonna fly through them. I'm gonna <laughs> start tonight, damn it. But um, we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna think, raise we're gonna raise hell on the next episode of uh, What Up Though. Right. The, uh, one of the movies that I always watched that was like sci-fi. It used to come on sci-fi actually when I first heard about it. And no, I actually um. You know, you go over when you're young, you go over people's houses and they got like a, a million VHS to say, you know, just a million of them. And you pick up one and you watch it. It was a movie called Cube. I think it was called Cube. Is that it's like these Jennifer, people? Jennifer Lopez? I think she was in or that. I, I think she was in else? one of them. I think it's like two or three of them or whatever. OK. And it's like these people and they're like in these cubes and they try to make their way out. And sometimes they get booby trapped. And I've never... I end up never like really watching. I think it's called Cube. Let me see. I think so. It's I looked Cube. up. There's a movie from 1997, a Canadian movie called Cube. Uh, I don't want to read like the whole plot, but a man awakens in a mysterious cube-shaped room. 
Yes. He enters another red colored room and then from 1997, you said, right? Yeah. Yes, I'm looking at the same Okay. Thing. So this, this does exactly not have Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, it has other people. <laughs> but um, okay, interesting. Cute. It's really weird to me, but it, it came on uh sci-fi all the time. But it terrified me because the way people were dying when they left left out of the one cube. Like they were <laughs> Oh, it so there's a whole series of it. So yeah, it was really crazy. I think I'm cube. sure people that someone listening to this have seen like all of them. But. So the original Cube is 1997. Then there's Cube Two, Hyper Cube. Yeah, uh, Cube <laughs> Zero is the third one. And then in 2021 they remade it. So I don't know. Maybe you saw the remake. Okay, the remake is Japanese. They no, I seen thing. the original. Okay. I remember seeing the original. Gotcha. So, and that and uh, Wishmaster too. Wishmaster is one of my favorite. Um, movies to watch. I, I don't think I've ever seen any Wishmaster. You've never seen a Wishmaster. I don't movie. know. See, the thing is, Wishmaster was like 80s, right? I feel like it must yeah. have been on 80s. Oh, it was wow. late 80s, early 90s. 97. Holy crap. The first really? one was 97. Yeah. So maybe I didn't see it. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. Shit. Maybe I didn't see it then. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. So maybe I'll write down the first Wishmaster also. With Hellraiser, gym, Wishmaster. Yeah. yeah right. that, that's a good Andrew, right um, what's the guy name? He plays the gin. Uh Andrew Dioff. Divoff, yeah. Just Divoff. He played Divoff, in yeah. uh he played in Low Down Dirty Shame. He was yeah, I'm actually Mendoza. Right he was yeah. he was also in another 48 hours as well as Toy Soldiers. So yeah, yep. he's definitely uh made his rounds. Yeah, the gym, um, the Wishmaster was a good one. You should you should definitely check that one out. It has a 25 I- run to me. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> It's a five out of ten. IMT. I'm watching it. It's okay. Hellraiser and Wishmaster. Those are on my list this year. Uh, if you guys Definitely. have any other recommendations for us to uh, watch, uh, leave a comment below whenever you see this show, whether it be on social media or on your favorite podcast app. Leave that's a comment. Right, that's right. Anything else you've been watching? I know football started. I've been watching football that. Started, like like we spoke last time. Uh, I, I remember how I told you how excited I was for the Jets, and then they played the first game. And Aaron Rodgers <laughs> blows yeah. his fucking ACL out. So my excitement for that has definitely lowered. I mean, his uh, Achilles tendon, which is unfortunate, man. That sucks. And they haven't been able to recover. But my Detroit Lions are rolling on. We're two and one, baby. About to be Good number one in the division. We play tomorrow. We play the Green Bay Packers tomorrow, Thursday night. And if you're a Packers fan, good luck. But I don't really mean that because we're going to win and we're going to be number one in the division. We're going to win the division. We're going to the playoffs. I can't. I can't. We we got a statue of Barry Sanders downtown now. I saw um, that. Nice. Yeah. You know, we're living it up, baby. You know what I'm saying? Put your ski, put your blue ski mask on because we still in the season from everybody this year. Baby. <laughs> As for Brandon from the church. Where, where, where's the Super Bowl this year? Do you know? I don't know. Have you you never been to a Super Bowl? Have you never been to a Super Me Bowl? Me neither. It says one thing I definitely want to do. Like I don't care who plays. I just want to go to one. Uh, let's see. That's just performing. So Alle- Allegiant Stadium. That's in Las Vegas, right? That's a new Las Vegas theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, because I think Ooh. I was supposed to go to that. Like I was planning on going. There was like wasn't some event there? It was a SummerSlam or something? There was definitely discussions of me possibly. Wait, isn't a Mania supposed to be there soon? I think so. That's probably what I'm thinking of. That that yeah. that'll be a great mania to go to. I haven't mm. been to a mania since 23, and I had terrible seats. So that'll be a great mania to go to. But you're coming to Philadelphia, right? I'm thinking about it. I'm the like, Rock versus Roman Reigns. Thinking about it. That was really, <laughs> it's really uh something to think about. I don't you know. Gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you know what you should do? Come to New York first because you've never been to New York, right? Because I know never Davey's been coming York. to Davy's coming to New York first because for him it's cheaper to like go to New York and then just take a train to Philly. Huh. So come to New York, hang out here for like a day or two, and then we all just roll together and just go to Philly from New York. That sounds like a plan, man. Right? Damn. All right, we have to talk about this. We have to there talk we go. About this. Yeah. I know we're talking like on off air <laughs> business on air. Hey, but, it's um, what up though? You know, it's what we do. What up though? Yeah. yeah. Other random things. I just got the new iPhone, so that's been kind of interesting. Jealous. So I've had 
I went from the 12 to the 15 because I used to like upgrade my phone all the time when I worked at Best Buy because I sold cell phones. I felt like I always had to have the newest technology because then like you can't listen to me if like I'm showing you like the phone from two years ago, or whatever. So yeah, I was like listening to you if you got a button on your iPhone. <laughs> so I always like updated my phone or whatever. And then once I left Best Buy, I kind of stopped or whatever. But I think right before like the pandemic or right around the pandemic, I think is when I last got my phone. Yeah, 2020, mm-hmm. I got the, the 12 Pro Max. And then I was like, I don't care about upgrading phones, like whatever. Let me just actually pay it off for once. So it was fully paid off this year. And I was like, oh, okay, I could get the 14 or I could just wait till whatever the hell they announced this year. And they announced the 15 and actually like the 15 more than the 14 because it has like titanium case yeah. to it or whatever the case is. The camera is obviously better. The battery is right. better. So yeah, I did the upgrade. I just got my phone yesterday. So I'm trying to get used to everything. It's mostly the same, but it's like little things they change here or there. Um, so yeah, I'm excited about That's that. Dope. Um got my Spider-Man PS5. I think last time we spoke, we were talking about that. So I got that. And now I'm just waiting for the game to come out. I was looking at all the games coming out this uh, this year. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, shit, I feel bad because I've been hyping it up with my son. And then we actually went through the games and I didn't realize how much money I'm going to have to spend now because he wants all these games. Yeah, You have like Sonic the Hedgehog, Super Mario and Spider-Man all coming out like within three days. I think Mario and Sonic are like the same day. I'm like, oh, my God. Yep. Then yep. you have like uh, what Assassin's Creed's coming out. I've been getting into. The, I think I spoke to you about this last time. I've been getting into those games now, so I kind of want to get the new one again. All right. Um, there's so many different games. Coming I just out, started man. playing uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag again because I, oh, that was a great one. That was yeah, I one. love the um, I love the Bowden in that fucking game. Like you, you don't get that anywhere else. So mm. I, I went back and played it again through the uh, cloud through the uh, PlayStation Plus. I, I'm not gonna lie because I think they they, they, rem- they remastered a bunch of the old ones. I kind of like I've been playing like the new Egypt one. I forgot what it's called. Origins. And I'm like yeah, I want to yeah. play like I like the ones with Ezio in it. Like the ones in Italy. Like part two and all the spinoffs like Bloodlines yep. and all that. I, I kind of want to go back and play those. And then also I think for whatever reason actually probably maybe because my son was being born around that time. But I never <laughs> actually played um the third one. The one where like you're in the American Revolution. Oh, oh, yeah. And there was there's like an American flag. Yeah. It's like you yeah. like climb trees and stuff in that one. Yeah. For some dope. reason, I, I missed that on that one. So I went like right to four, which is Black Flag. And then I played five, which is Unity. And I think I kept playing them all up until Origins, which is yeah. the um. So I kind of want to run through that. I want to run through the last one, which is Valhalla, which is like the Viking one. Yeah. That was pretty then, fun, uh, too. I don't even know what the new one's about, honestly. Like, I just <laughs> I know there's a new one coming out, but I have no idea where it takes place. I played um, the uh, Origins one just to go like climb the pyramids. And yeah, was, that's kind of why I want to play it. <laughs> that's the only reason I did it. I did it. I was like, all right, I'm done here. All right, I'll play a couple mi- more missions, and that's it. Oh, so the first one actually takes place in Baghdad, and it's going back to the original character, what, from Valhalla? Okay, a character introduced in Valhalla. Okay, so it's kind of like a prequel type one, but it takes place in Baghdad, so it probably definitely feels like the original mm, Assassin's okay. Creed the most, because that's like the only one that really was in the Middle East for the most part, I feel like. Okay. Um. But yeah, I'm, so many games coming out, man. But I'm looking forward to all that. Um, I've just else? been playing NBA 2K24 uh, and spending money on VC. Anybody who knows NBA 2K, you know you got to spend your money to be good if you want to play real good basketball. Uh, my player's up at a 92 right now, and so that cost me about, i say roughly about 45 bucks so far. And that, <laughs> that's adding on to the game, but... You know, when you when you work a lot, you, you don't have time to really grind out that the VC. So you gotta you gotta spend that money. You gotta spend. I know I, trust me, I know having a nine year old kid, you if you don't know about microtransactions, you'll find out because that's like oh boy, your that's like your lifeline. Like for example, tonight, uh, as we're recording, I'm actually going to go see a concert tonight. I'm gonna go see Nas and Wu Tang, they're performing at Barclays. Ooh. Um so definitely looking forward to that. But I'm trying to like tell my son because now that like I have him 
I have full custody on my son. I can do a lot more things with him. Like I brought him to Impact. I'm taking him to like things that I normally do, whatever. Yeah. So whenever something comes up, he's like, can I come? I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. Tonight, though, unfortunately, I know Wu-Tang's for the children, but I was like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm like, if you're a little bit older, maybe like I'm taking you to Comic-Con. That should be like enough in a couple of weeks. Like, I don't know if you need to go to a, a Wu-Tang Clan Nas concert. So, right. of course, I'm telling him this. I'm like, listen, I'm going to you know, leave you with grandparents. You know, I, I don't know what time I'll be home. It might be late. You might be sleeping. And he's all like pissy about it. Like, oh, that's not fair, whatever, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> And I was like, hey, do you need any uh, Roblo- Ro- Robux for your Roblox game or whatever? And he's like, oh, yeah. I can use like <laughs> five five bucks. And I was like, oh, you know what? What about 10? You know, I always got to like double up whatever they ask yeah, for. Yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, yeah, I'll take 10 bucks. And I give it to him. And he's like, okay, so you'll be okay tonight. He's like, yeah, yeah I'll be perfectly fine. I'm like, geez, that's how easy it is. Just like, and I have them off, no right? idea what they do with these things, but I have nieces and nephews. Yeah. I've, they, I've been hit up Roblox, Robux it's a couple like, times. Only once he really, like, thank you. He actually doesn't really play Fortnite anymore, which I'm actually like kind of happy about. So mm-hmm. he doesn't really play that. He mostly plays like, robux minecraft um there's like some other vr game he plays called gorilla tag he really got into it's some yeah, phenomenon it's tag but yeah. like i i watch him play this game he's actually like a gorilla like running around i'm like dude what are you yep. doing it, was, it looks you hilarious to, it's, it's literally what it says it's gorilla tag you're a gorilla but, and you're playing tag <laughs> he plays that he plays a game called rec room so whatever i'll pay him this and like when i see him like use it it's basically just buying cosmetics you're buying like hats you're buying different oh, okay. clothes for your character to wear that's all it really is the same so thing i'm, like, I'm doing in nba 2k exactly you can't, exact yeah you can't, how are you gonna like you can't knock them when i'm doing like the same thing like bro know? if okay look so you know me the sneaker head if i'm playing nba 2k I, I i gotta have a good overall but i gotta have a jordan zone i gotta have a you know i gotta have a whole fit to go with the jordans i gotta have a hat I don't know. It's just, it's a thing. Everybody does it. You can't be out there with because when you start off the game, you get this brown shirt with these gray sweatpants. You look like a like just total bump. You got on a pair of NBA 2K branded shoes. You don't want to walk around in that. So you got to spend that money. You got got to get the drip. I understand. I completely understand. I'm I'm just glad I don't have children because <laughs> I would be spending money. Yeah, we can't yeah. both be spending money on Roblox and 2K BC. And the worst part about, especially with sneakers, is like he'll wear them once or twice, and all my they don't feel they don't fit my feet anymore. I'm like, holy crap! The last year alone, I think I've gotten a new pair of sneakers for my son every two to three months, and I'm just like, I can't be doing this. It's like after like the fifth one, I'm like, you know what? We're gonna go to Target. We're gonna get whatever the cheapest zone, one they got baby. down there because I'm not zone. spending like, <laughs> oh, Kobe Big Zog will be dunking in a minute, baby. Let's go. <laughs> um, about yeah, let's. Tim's. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk about some music. Like I said, I'm going to the concert tonight, so I'm really hype about that. I haven't been to a, like an actual Wu Tang Clan mm-hmm. concert in a while now. Um, I feel like um, I've been Which seeing them like solo anyway. here or there. Yeah. yeah, and I've never seen. I'm trying to think. Is this my first time seeing Nas in concert? I could. I, no, I must have seen. No, never mind. I saw him with Damian Marley once perform actually. So I've, I've seen, Nas I've seen Nas before. Nas yeah. Um, but Nas has been dropping albums like nonstop with Hit Boy, right? So I feel yep. like I don't know if he does any of his new music. I know he's hyping up his like next album to be the last one with Hit Boy. Yep. So can't go wrong with a with a with a Nas Wu Tang concert. And uh, whenever they're in New York, I feel like they always bring out like a surprise or two. Yeah, so, I was about uh, to say. I'm sure in the, in New York he's going to do a debut, uh, a couple songs. He might do a new single or something too. Yeah, and I'm you know, some people that. that they might bring out, you never know, could be a uh, Griselda, West Side Gun, definitely been running shit as nice. far as like hip hop goes. Yeah. Um, I know I sent you before we started here. Did you get to look at like the guest featured on this new West Side Gun yeah. album that's coming out Friday the 13th? Yeah, man, look like he put this one together. I mean, well, honestly, he always puts his his features are always nice if he has them. You know, yeah. he has a couple mixtapes when this is like him and like whoever whoever's on the Griselda, they don't really go outside of the uh out of the the family. 
But this album looks like uh, he, he really reached out this time. So now really I don't know if out. every I don't know if every line is like the guest for like one particular song or if these yeah. are just everybody on the album. But let's just say every line is like a song. The first two tracks alone, even the third track, is crazy. You have JID, Conway the Machine, and DJ Drama on the first track, and in the second crazy. track you have Rick Ross, RZA, and Benny the Butcher. Benny the so Butcher. it's like. What is yeah. that? Is that a RZA beat with Rick Ross and Benny and Westside rapping on it? Like that alone, I'm like, yo, sign me up for that. More so, than likely. More than likely. Then, um, Denzel Curry, Ty Dolla Sign. Denzel Curry. Conductor Williams is the one that always like makes their beats. So I know ben he Doctor. definitely just got some heat. Boldy James, I've definitely been hearing a lot about. That's my guy from um, the city, baby. Detroit. Is he from Detroit? Nice. Yes, sir. Um, Stove God Cooks. I know he's been kind of on a lot of these albums. Rome Streets. A lot of these names are like names that always kind of show up on these Griselda projects. But um, I, I'm definitely looking forward to this, man. Hip hop yeah. like has been kind of lacking to me. Like I know people are saying the last Diddy album was good, but I didn't actually get a chance R&B to listen album, to actually. it. Is it? Is it? Good? Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's really. I've been hearing that. I'm like, I, I just like, I don't know. Maybe I'll listen to it tonight. Like on the way to this to, to the Nas uh, Wu concert, I'll listen to a Diddy R and B album. Have or you? Um, the the new feature on the iPhone is the um, the uh, song merging. So, oh, okay, I heard about that, but I haven't actually tried it. So you, you have, have to like, enable hey? it. You have to, yeah, you have to enable it. But um, I turned the Diddy album on and it just ran through. I'm just like, really? okay, yeah, like this. I sat through that whole album, man. It's really good. It's really good. He still got it, man. Did he, he's a producer extraordinaire, man. Not saying that he's in there making the beats, but he knows how to put shit together. Because I know Diddy doesn't make beats. Everybody no, knows never did. He always had a team behind him. <laughs> exactly. But he knows how to structure an album. He knows exactly where, where, what goes where and who to put where. So, yeah. And whoever's I, writing his shit is top notch this time i just found it on my settings a crossfade yep. for the music i'm definitely turning it on right now oh That's my crazy. god and it you, saved you could, my life and you could sit you could set the amount of seconds for the yes. crossfade too oh yes. that's oh my god that's such so a, smart such a cool feature that's even that's though a, they saying people <laughs> android's like oh we already had that everything iphone does android i don't care good that. you good for you but now i have it that's now all i have it Damn that's it. all that matters um <laughs> but crossfade is is clutch like i remember when i first started like making like mixtapes and all that i always had to crossfade that was like the best part is like trying to get get the beats to connect to each other and all that like that's always like a, a fun part so the fact that they introduced that here is really cool it's, i'm guessing it's only on apple music though i'm sure it's yeah, not gonna apple work music, on of course, not of course. They, that's they had to do that they want people to use their their uh, program um but yeah anything else you've been listening to i know nas had a new album I, the problem with the nas albums are like he releases way too many of them now to the point where like they don't feel special like when nas used to drop an album it used to be like an occasion like he would wait two to three years and oh my god it's a new nas album now it's like Every couple months is a Nas album. You listen to it one time and then never think about it ever again. And that's how I felt for the last couple months. Like there's a couple songs I might like pick out, but I won't like watch, like listen to it from beginning to end. I feel like. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, even when this new Nas album comes out, I'm going, I'm going to rock that one too because I mean, all, all the Hit Boy albums have been fire. Every every one of them. But um, I'm I'm looking forward to this uh, West Side Gun album. I'm I'm a big big Griselda fan. A uh, big Bodie James fan. Um, he's one of Bodie James is one of the most slept on Detroit artists. Um, he has Peasy on his album too. Peasy, another Detroit rapper. Um, but Bodie is Bodie is my guy, dude. Like he's he's from Detroit, but he fits in with Griselda so well that you don't even know where he's from. Like that's <laughs> that's how hidden he is in there. But yeah, he's definitely one of the guys you need to look out for. Um, other than that, no, I've been listening to you know, I'm a I, I listen to old shit, man. That's really what I listen to all the time uh, until people drop new albums. So, you know, just classic Jay Z really been rocking with me lately for some reason. Like, 
uh, I think Hard Night Life. I've been playing that album for a while now. <laughs> like, I don't know. I think like two weeks now I've been playing Hard Night Life. So I've actually started listening to a, like a group that I always knew about, but I like I heard some of their songs here or there, but I've actually listened to a full album. And I listened to this other podcast. I think I brought it up here before. It's called Dig It Into Digits, where they kind of mm-hmm. like go through different artists, retrospectives, whatever. And recently they started talking about Del the Funky Homo Sapien, which I've heard about. I've heard of him. He has a crazy style and all that. Heard a couple of songs with, uh... with him. So is a mischief, right? That's that's where I'm going at. So I always heard Dell stuff. I heard like when he did the Deltron 3030 album, classic album, uh, both sides of the brain, another classic album. But I never heard like his group stuff. But I knew about it because I always like saw the logo for hieroglyphics, which is like this face with the three eyes and the little like slant. It's like a famous uh logo, but I didn't, never realized it was part of like a hip hop group till like recently. So right. I started listening to like Souls of Mischief, which of course they had that classic song, 93 to Infinity. So mm-hmm. I listened to their their albums. I listened to the hieroglyphics, which is like the super group of Souls of Mischief. Dell and a bunch of other guys. So I started listening to that. Nice. Then I started kind of going through like Dell's um discography. And like these guys are from like Oakland, I want to say, but uh-huh. you would never know it. Like you never know their West Coast or whatever the case is. They just sound like straight up underground real hip hop. So That's I always like like it, yeah. So I've been trying to do that lately. Like I kind of I tried it recently with um three six mafia because to me three six mafia was always like this down south group what i'm talking about yeah. like sipping on scissor but if you actually listen to like the discography they got some pretty decent songs and beats and all that so listen I, I to project pat dude listen to project, project. Pat's he's, another one i need to get he's on he's yeah. the pioneer of what people are doing right now like he yeah. he he's a lot of children as they say like they say gucci man has a lot of children mm. all the gucci man's one of project pat's child <laughs> like children it's, i got it's, you i actually been listening to this group that i found through um Remember that old game? It's called Jet Set Radio Future. Yeah, of course. Sega game. Dreamcast. I've been listening yeah, awesome. to this uh, Japanese trip hop group from that soundtrack, uh, Sibamoto. Okay. Dude, <laughs> they are so fired. <laughs> like, they are the best. Dude. It's two, two, just two small Japanese girls, dude. And they got the trippiest, funkiest fucking beats you ever hear, ever. It's You probably heard the song on uh, Jet Set Radio a million times. It's called Birthday Cake. Okay, I'm gonna look it up right now. Actually, man, I've been I listened to their whole album, uh, the first album actually, because that's what song that's what um the album that song is on. That whole first album is fire. Dude. Like, What's their name? Because R- Rihanna Birthday Cake came up for some reason. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of course, that's gonna come up uh, from Jet Set Radio, right? Yeah, JSRF is that yep. the name of the? Is okay. it uh, is it Siba Motto? It's a uh, it's Italian okay. for crazy food. I think I got it. Let yeah. Me see. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me play it really quick here. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. It's nice. Just say radio. Like I listened nice. to whole. I've been listening to their first album, and that shit is fire. So <laughs> if anybody plays Just Say Radio like that song, you'll love their album. It's all just like that. Crazy Ab- sounds like just weird bass and 808s are crazy. Like shit you would never think. You know what I'm saying? Like I love shit like that. You can sample it all day long. I suppose I always love recommendations. If anybody has any recommendations for any type of music, doesn't just be hip hop, anything that mm-hmm. stands out for you, definitely let us know. And speaking of letting us know, we are going to go to some feedback. We actually got a bunch here, um, a bunch Ooh. of uh, questions, a bunch of just things that have been piling up. Um, so I can start here with Fire Frank Sulo, who says, very upset about Heels being canceled, especially with how the finale ended. But it was a really good follow up with some great character work. 
Ace's redemption was a great arc, and I enjoyed the flashbacks to the aftermath of Tom Spade's death, filling in the story more. The DWL versus FWD angle was fun, and I really was interested to see where it would go in another season, with the two seemingly working together on a more permanent basis with the execs wanting both of them. Hopefully Jack would recover, but we'll never know. I got about four episodes in of The Wrestler's Show on Netflix. been intriguing so far. Yeah, I've actually been meaning to watch that. I don't know if you know about it. It's uh, it's on Netflix. It's about, it. yeah, it's about OVW. Yeah, it's it's like a documentary series that's um that actually about the real like OVW down the when the Al Snow runs now. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to check it out. I heard pretty decent things about it. Movie wise, I've seen a bunch lately. Expendables four was disappointing, yet at the same time for me was way better than the mess that was part three. Still like the second one the best out of all of them. I saw Dumb Money, which is actually a quite funny and interesting, and it lives inside. Some good tension and scares, not perfect, maybe six point five out of ten recently as well. I never heard of that. It lives inside. It sounds like a a horror movie um have you yeah. heard of this it lives I, inside I, I think i've heard of that but um i i think i it's one of those movies you see on your home page or something and you're like oh i'm gonna watch that and you never watch it mm-hmm. i wouldn't want to see this but frank doesn't invite me to movies anymore with him he's since he's been champion he kind of like frank. he wants to go like sit by himself at the vip section so he goes and he, <laughs> he sits in a section where it's like just one seat and there's no seats to the left of and right of him and there's just a velvet rope but it's not velvet it's like twizzlers of rope just surrounding him and it's just like nobody can go in his zone. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> that's, kinda, that's that sounds like he kind of looks like that. the art. He kind of looks like the art in the Detroit Museum that he was trying to steal, like behind. Uh, oh yeah, he was uh, trying to steal yeah, art. Yeah. I forgot and, about that. Yeah, he tries to steal. Now he tries to steal my love of movies by going without me. So sad. <laughs> he said, "My big fat mm-hmm. Greek wedding three. What this guy sees a lot of movies. Holy shit! My big rec, my big fat Greek wedding three was the worst of the trilogy, and they probably should stop now. I've never seen any of them." Me being an Italian, I'm like, I don't, I'm not gonna stand this Greek comedy. So I, I never, uh, I never watched them. Um, wait, there's more. Frank has seen more movies. Um, I did quite enjoy the new Nicolas Cage film, The Retirement Plan. I don't even know if he even had a new movie. Um, with Cage being Cage, Hole also being somewhat of a ramble like character. Frank, you got to use spell check here. Fun little action comedy with some great supporting cast like Ron Perlman, Ernie Hudson, and Jackie Earl Haley. Retribution, the Liam Neeson film, not the biopic about Slapjack and T-Bar, was your typical <laughs> Liam Neeson affair. Tension filled by big explosions. Liam peeing on himself. Liam being Liam. I was wow, hoping Frank. it was Retribution's movie. I was I was hoping I didn't see that. The story about, <laughs> about Mustafa Ali and all I mean, that. they could do it now. I mean, all of them are fired. Uh, D- Dijak, yeah, I was gonna yeah, say Dijak, and uh, left. well, Mia, Mia Yim is is there, kind of somewhere. Kind of, so, yeah, that's another one somewhere. Slip past, yeah. I'll get, I'll get the next one. Uh, Gordon Brown says, seeing talk to me a few weeks ago, loved it. Nice little twist on the possession genre. Uh, hoping is uh, there is a maybe a sequel to follow. Did we talk about that? There is, right, yeah, right? there's a sequel. Australia seems to have fewer decent horror movies recently. Well, watch the wrestlers on Netflix and really enjoyed it. Although shocking, WWE has interest in Haley J. Who is that? So, you know, so Haley J is actually a uh, she's from OBW, but she's I've seen her more recently on Women of Wrestling. Her and her mother, who's also a wrestler, they have a tag team called the Mother Truckers, where they both play. Oh, um, that's Dirty South. The Mother Truckers. Yeah. Okay. So she's she goes by Hollywood Swag, but she's gone by like Holly J, Haley J in the Indies, but she has like a. How to describe her? Look. I've heard you I talk guess, about her on uh, Sound of Dark. Yeah, she has like this like trashy 
I hate to say the word trashy, but I feel like that's a gimmick, like a trashy Southern girl, whatever. Um, but I think she was part of the recent WWE tryout. So I guess that's what Gordon means here by saying WWE have an interest in somebody with full of baggage. But <laughs> a now truck that full of baggage. I know it's funny because she's part of the you mother trucker. So she's yeah. a truck full of baggage. Good one, um, Gordon. But now I kind of want to watch the show and see what this baggage is. about. Yeah, now I, I kind of want to check it out. Yeah, Gordon might have sold to. me on the wrestlers. Yeah, it says, looking forward to the 50th anniversary screening of The Exorcist next uh, week. And uh, then the new sequel, Thoughts on the Reboot. We kind of gave those earlier. Yep. Uh, plus, why is the end? Uh, why is it not the end of October? Spider-Man 2 is coming out. Please, Spider-Man 2. I know. A lot of things that, that we're looking forward to as well. Yeah, by our next show, I think we'll probably... I don't know if you're going to watch them, but I'll definitely have watched the the new Exorcist movie, the Saw movie. Um, I'll try to watch. I'm going to watch the or something. Yeah, I'm going to. Uh, first of all, first things first, we're watching um, Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I'm going to watch Hellraiser and probably all of those movies, too, because it's spooky season. Gotcha. So, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to write down a list here of things. Uh, if anybody wants to join along on our What Up Doe Club of things to watch, <laughs> what we got Hellraiser. We got the wrestlers. Uh, what else did he write here? Something else? Extra. So I guess we're gonna see the Exorcist, uh, Saw, Saw 10. Ten. Yeah. I'm gonna write down Winnie the Pooh and the Grinch uh, horror movie as well. I, <laughs> I already seen those. Winnie the Pooh, so you're behind. You don't want to watch it again? It's a terrible movie. I don't. I don't think I want to see it again. So, you know, it's really and bad. um and I think Spider Man Two will be out by then as well. So yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll definitely give some thoughts on that game. Sure. We go to Muggin who says heels shortened life sh- shortened shelf life was a victim of circumstances. If only Stephen Amell kept his mouth shut about the ju- about the just finished writer's strike. That said, I thought it was a strong season as I found. A lot of the characters' arcs got deeper. The cameos during the Invasion episode had me pointing at the screen. Music-wise, I've heard three albums these last couple weeks. Tanache's BB Angel, which I guess is Baby Angel, was a mm-hmm. compact delight. Nas's Magic 3 felt like a send-off to his Hip Boy chapter of his resurgence. And Group Home's Living Proof, DJ Premier, was in a zone on that album. Wow, and that's a that's a classic album. Yeah, that's a crazy 1994? That's like the air horn. <laughs> yeah, Group Home was like a was like a spin-off group from Gangstar. So yeah, DJ Premier yeah. was definitely involved with them. So that's a very good uh good shot there. Digging Mortal Kombat. Oh, I'm actually happy Muggin brought this up because I'm like been on the fence about getting Mortal Kombat. Not that I don't want it. I just don't know if I'm gonna be able to play it before uh, Spider-Man. But I definitely want to get the new Mortal Kombat game. He says Mortal Kombat 1 or 12 for timeline sticklers is quite a do-over. The Separate Ways expansion is a great excuse to dive back into Resident Evil 4. That'll keep me busy until Spidey 2 swings onto my console. Um, are you a Mortal Kombat fan or are you planning to get in the new one? I'm really bad at fighting games, so I kind of admire from afar. <laughs> so I, I like the stories. Like I love the Mortal Kombat like yep. mythology. Like it actually has a really good story. Not saying like no knock on like Tekken or Street Fighter, but I don't really mm-hmm. care about those stories as much as I care about Mortal Kombat. So I usually get them just to play the story. Same thing with the Injustice games. And I never like play online. I never do like none of the side stuff. So to me, it's always been like a waste to like spend that much just for the story. Yep. So I'm probably gonna wait till it goes on sale and I just buy it. And just I've been crack. watching someone go through the story on Twitch. So Mortal Kombat, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's good enough for me. And it, this story is like a fucking movie. And it should yeah, be. yeah, that's yeah, they're like movies basically absolutely um and then he says the last thing here i'm currently reading getting a life with asperger's by jesse s saperstein i hope to find some gems being on the spectrum oh thank you for sharing that muggin um you have the last feedback here from Braden. oh yeah yeah, yeah. it says a long time first time sure you are Braden. uh a few questions uh who do you want to see perform in the future super bowl and why the hell did they pick usher i think usher's a great super bowl uh pick Braden, Mm. for your information his um his his residency at, in uh, Vegas lately has been blowing up the internet. Um, he, the man is doing the show, half of the show on fucking roller skates. How could you not want to see this? 
Are you crazy? Usher's going to kill it. He's going to do. Don't do let it burn. He's going to do like all this, all this party waiting for tonight and all the other bullshit he does. But <laughs> I digress. As Taz was to say. Also, what are your favorite Kevin James movies? And uh, did you guys hear about Kurt Angle eating spaghetti with scissors? What are your, some of your weird eating habits? I'll take my answers off air. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So let's let's go through these questions. So the first one, he says, who do you want to see perform at a future Super Bowl? And why the hell did they pick Usher? Yeah, I agree. Like, what, what's with this Usher? What? Usher shaming. Honestly, I can see Usher with all this like NSYNC reunion talk with them, like making a song for trolls. Yeah. I can see him bringing out NSYNC for the Super Bowl just for like one song. Yeah. I mean, they, same era. Why not? So I, when, I he don't asked, think, uh, when he says, who do you want to see perform? Does he mean like past or present, like of all time, uh, a Super Bowl that we attend? Like, but, uh, well, he specific. says the future. So, OK, um, as of right now, um, nobody's a huge performer like that. But I would love to. I don't know. I think. No rappers, I don't think. Rappers. Nah, I don't think rappers can do the Super Bowl. Nah. You would have to be an R&B singer or, you know, something to that magnitude. Like The Weeknd could do the Super Bowl again if he wanted to, right? Yeah. Because he did a pandemic Super Bowl. Yeah, true. Um, I'm not sure, dude. That's a tough one because, like I said, Usher's about the limit right now. Chris Brown's, if Chris Brown would have kept his nose clean, <laughs> maybe we could have got a Chris Brown Super Bowl. But we'll never get his Chris Brown Super Bowl ever. True. Um. Dude, that's... We, we, we just got Rihanna last year, right? I yep. feel like Beyonce was pretty. And that fairly, was kind of right? half because she was pregnant, so she couldn't mm, really. True. Go so crazy. Maybe a, maybe a Rihanna redo. A redo Rihanna. That'd, that'd be cool. With, with ASAP Rocky and the kids. Why not? Bring kids out. Show the kids. I'm going to say, I'm going to have go with two choices. I'm going to go with Elias because he's free now uh and then yeah, he's um, not booked. He's... I would do I would do whatever is left of the Jackson 5. Okay, cool. All right. Maybe okay. with like a holographic hologram of Michael. Maybe. I don't know. Or AI. Can we have AI do a Super Bowl? We like have, we oh, can so, have AI do it. Okay, so have Michael Jackson AI doing songs like of the Beatles, because he owns the Beatles, right? So have him so okay. have the Beatles perform have Michael Jackson perform as the Beatles or hmm. the other way around. Yeah. Okay. I'm digging yeah. that. I don't know. I'm just trying, you know, trying to think futuristic. No, no artist right now I want to see perform. Yeah, no artist I want to see yeah. perform either. So we got to get futuristic on their ass. All right. So he said, well, what are your favorite Kevin James movies? Favorite Kevin James movie? Uh, Mall Cop 1. Paul not, Blart? Yeah. yeah I saw the first not Mall one. Cop I saw two. the second one. Yeah. Mall Cop 1 was the shit. Um, um, who would get saw, the monkey? I saw uh, the one movie. Uh, Pixels was okay. I like that one with the Pixels Adam Sandler. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was okay. Um, I saw one movie he was in. It was actually during, like, right in the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, it was called Becky, and he played like a serial killer. He actually looked just like the Big Show, Paul White, because he was like, <laughs> no, like if I show you a picture of him, let me see if I can find it. You're gonna be like, oh my god, it's Paul the White. Cop Paul Blart. Um, in the serial he had, like, killer. He, Paul he had White. a shaved head and he had a big like beard. Oh my god, I'm gonna send you this picture right. You cannot tell me this does not. I think we should use this for like the art for oh our. Uh, we might use this for the art for uh, the, the show to the, the chat here. Okay. Tell me this does not look like the big show. Paul White. Oh, it's coming through now. All right. I like this is not a good movie, but um, I definitely enjoyed it. If it doesn't work there. I'm oh, he does look like the big it? show. Oh, right? shit. He looks oh just God. like even the way his like eyes are like squinting. Um, yeah, if anybody just look up Kevin James Becky and you'll see a picture 
Oh, the first picture. He's wearing like a red hoodie. He looks just like Paul White. Well, well, it's the mall. How have we never seen how, what I have to see. This I now. think I said it when this movie came out. I was right. Like this is right when the BSK chat started. We'd only zoom things. I'm pretty sure I was like, oh, I need to watch this. Uh, Kevin James, big show, serial killer movie. Yeah. Um, Kevin James. And big he's show. like, he's like, a, I'm pretty sure he's like a Nazi. Also, he's got like Nazi tattoos. All I would hope because it looks yeah. like the, um, the, the um, undisputed era tattoo on his fucking hand. But- yeah <laughs> but um i'm trying to look at his movies no. now uh, i feel like most of these movies he's just like a side character to adam sandler like you got grown-ups that's cool you got hotel transylvania yeah. uh i know i now pronounce you chuck and larry that was kind of funny that was the one that had um here comes the boom was good here comes the boom is like though he's trying to be a usc fighter right yeah that was good i now pronounce you chuck and larry i know it has one really funny scene with uh oh my god who with was Bing it? rames Bing rames where he's dancing yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and the, yeah, the yeah, yeah there yeah, you yeah. go that's that that's that part stands out. Here to comes me. the boom is a good um movie you could throw on on a, a road trip. Yeah, everybody's happy. You know, no I never problems. Saw Zookeeper. I don't know if I saw Zookeeper. Zookeeper uh, was good too. He had a bunch of those movies early, like, well, mid two thousands. That was just like just banger after banger, and yeah. everybody got tired of him. He's in a Hitch with uh, Will Smith. I know he was Definitely in that. Hitch. Yeah, classic. All right, classic. let's uh, Brayden, let us know what your favorite um Kevin James movie is. Yeah, and angel you hear about scissors with yeah, I don't maybe spaghetti I, with scissors. That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. And I don't have any weird eating habits. I don't think. I don't think so. I'm trying to think. Do I have any weird eating? I don't habits? think. Pe- yeah, I don't think people ever told me something was weird. Other than I don't eat chocolate, like at all. I fucking hate chocolate. That's kind of weird. That's weird. Yeah. I mean, are you allergic to it? No, I just don't like the taste of it. Like any type of there's like so many any, different types of chocolate. I, I, only chocolate I will eat is a Snickers bar. Okay, that's not. That's eh, it. That's I more won't of like eat a any concoction of sweets. Exactly. You don't like like white chocolate, dark chocolate, like nothing. White chocolate, maybe. Like what about things that have like chocolate, some shit? chocolate like filling or chocolate like on it, like Definitely chocolate not. syrup or something. Definitely not. No, oh, no, that's the worst. So wait, that so what do you eat for Halloween? You don't have M and M's. You just eat like fruit, fruit candy. No, like, yeah, like yeah, like uh, chewy fruity candy. Like Skittles is my jam. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit that ruins your teeth. Is my jam. That's why I have a lot of cavities. So yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. kind of what about chocolate ice cream? Absolutely not. That's the most really? vile substance. Yeah, I think chocolate oh. ice cream and chocolate cake are worse things you can. Oh, I love chocolate cake. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm upset man. if I cut into a birthday cake and I see black or brown. I'm ready to go, man. I'm I'm not even at. I'm gonna have fun at this party no more. I'm hey, gonna... <laughs> speak, speak, speaking of birthday cake and birthdays, so this uh this whole couple weeks is gonna be I'm gonna be all over the place with the podcast, but I might as well talk about it now. Um, I'm gonna be on uh the No Mercy podcast with Brady Harrington on okay. the 30th, which just happens to be my birthday. So oh, I shit. think I don't know, did they fix the super chat problem? I know they had an issue with super chats, <laughs> but I'm, I'm gonna make this cheap uh plug here. If not, I'll, I'll throw my cash app on the screen. I don't care. Um, if you want to get me any birthday present, like I, I you know what, I, I'm usually selfishly not promoting myself, but fuck it. Yeah, if you no. want to buy a t shirt, if you want to super chat me, if you want to, what's that shit they did in, in Europe, the Witherspoons? Where they're yeah, I was about drinks. to say, we're gonna get Withers if we can get yeah. Witherspoons uh sent up there. We so go, yeah, if, if, we'll you ever wanna, drunk. If, if you ever were like, you know what, Sino's a good guy, let me let me let me buy him a drink or something. Now's your chance. This Saturday, no mercy, see no mercy. Me and Brendan Harrington live on, I guess, uh, youtube.com slash post wrestling. If you want to buy me a, a, a birthday gift, that's the day. I turn, uh, a, I'll say my age. I turn, I got to figure it out first. Oh, I think I turned 38. Yes, I turned 38. <laughs> I turned 38 years old this Saturday. So if you want to buy me a gift, please do. You have and to then figure on it su- out, ladies and gentlemen. 
<laughs> and then yeah, I'm pretty sure it's 38. And then on Sunday, I'm gonna be uh that's the day I was talking about where Wei Ting is gonna be at a uh a Wu Tang concert. Um I don't know if I said it on air or off air, I don't even remember at this point. Yeah. Um, but um Wei's going to a Wu Tang concert as well, and it happens to be the same day as uh he's gonna be in Toronto. He's the same day as Russell Dream, so I'll be doing that show with John Pollock. So because of that, I'll be skipping out on collision course and then uh, as waiting will fill in for me. And then the following week, Bruce Lord's going to take my spot in collision course because I'll be doing fast lane with waiting. So, okay. uh, yeah, cheap little plug there and going over some of um, some of uh, the, the man things. is I, booked, ladies and gentlemen. He but is I, I, I just realized I, I never answered the original question of if I eat anything, if I have any weird eating habits. I don't think so. Like, I know sometimes when I eat like um, ice cream, I tend yeah. to like instead of biting into it, I kind of eat around it. Is that weird? Like. No, I don't like the you know like the ice cream sandwiches like you, know, yeah. you just bite it like normal. I just I usually go around it like I don't know it's weird. No, it's kind of no, that's not weird. I don't think that's okay. It's, yeah, it's not that weird. Like, you called me weird for not eating chocolate, but I'll take that. I'll take that. a lot of people have called me weird for that. Yeah, it's, it, you know what it is? It's because chocolate is so versatile. That's like me saying, "Oh, I don't eat pasta," but there's like a thousand different pastas. I know. You know? I don't know. I know. I don't it's eat just, pizza. Mm, I don't know. It's one of those things. Is like get that chocolate shit out of here. I don't want anything. So, so it. here's a weird eating. It's not my. It's not my uh, weird eating habit, but it's actually somebody I work with, and I'll, I'm not gonna. He's not gonna listen to this, so whatever. Right. I won't say his name or anything. <laughs> but what he does is, so he likes cheese, yeah. but he doesn't like pizza cheese if that makes any sense he doesn't like what? the type of cheese that you have on pizza so what he does is he'll get a like a pie and let's just say it's like a pepperoni pie or whatever yeah he'll take off the cheese and then he'll take the pepperoni off the cheese and put the pepperoni back on the cheeseless um, pizza what? and then he's not done because he can't eat like that he puts mustard on it <sighs> not what? like not like brown hot mustard like the like what do you yellow call mustard stuff? yeah the straight up yellow the yellow yellow mustard like yellow this school man, bus mustard someone and yeah he told yeah. all of us that and we're just like mm, that's weird like oh my god but then i was like why don't you just order because you can order pizza without cheese because i know my mom can eat cheese so yeah, she orders that pizza you know just a sauce he's like oh it doesn't taste the same if you do that and i'm like so you like the hint of the cheese likes, but not the actual the... sure i guess <laughs> i don't know so that's a weird uh, eating habit that's that's the wildest thing i've heard in a while like what mustard on the sauce yeah that's all right i don't know it's, that's it's, i told him that's like that's not even pizza at that point it's just bread with it's, mustard yes that's, that's and, some kind of concoction that you know what so, you know that that might have just ended the show that might, that i think so i think so yeah Jesus i think the the, the the picture the our cover art should just be like pizza with mustard if i find that picture and then just a picture i hope of, you uh, don't find that picture i and hope then a picture of uh paul white paul, uh, Ma- paul white mall cop Paul 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 Blart Paul Blart Paul White Malkoff. There we go. That should be the our title of the show. There we go. Paul White Malkoff. Paul I'm White that right Malkoff. now. Malkoff. Awesome. Oh my god. Oh, so, so that so everybody. That's, yeah, we all that's our we show, have, man. We, we have homework, right? We got we're gonna watch Hellraiser. We're gonna watch the wrestlers. We're gonna watch uh the new Exorcist movie, the new that's Saw right. Ten movie. We're gonna watch maybe some Paul White Paul White some Paul Blart movies. Um, have they made a movie together? No, right? No, of course not. Oh, or- they need to make twins. Like, like uh, Paul. I keep calling him Paul Blar. What's his name? Kevin James. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin James. James and Paul White together as like twins with like the shaved head and the beard and. Oh my! No, he should have just. No, the Big Show show is over. Damn it! He should have been like over. his brother in the Big Show show. They could bring it. They could like mix like the the universes. You could have like, Netflix is not wasting money anymore. I don't think they're going to do that shit. It, hey, yeah. Peacock, right? Peacock needs needs a uh, show. They need content. That's true. They're not Paul showing. White. Paul White is the, the series, and then Paul White starts working at the mall with him. 
Oh, and they're like it's like a buddy cop, but buddy <laughs> security cop. <laughs> a buddy cop with Kevin James and Paul White. All right, all right. I think, I think we said I think, enough. <laughs> I think we said enough. That's what up though. You can find me on Cool Game Big B on uh X and Instagram and Facebook. I'll be in a Facebook group at uh the Brian Tannehill. So you know where can they find you? Um, you can find me tonight at the Barclays Center watching Wu Tang and Nas. If anybody ah, hears nice. this, if anybody hears this and they, they want to, you know, shout me out or buy me a drink. Speaking of drinks, um, yeah, let me know. I'll be in Brooklyn tonight. Um, you already know the shows that we're gonna. I'm gonna be on. I mentioned already. Uh, and on social media, on X, on uh, Instagram, on Facebook, right. I'm at Cino Evil, C N O E V I L. Uh, you can reach us at the Poison Rana Facebook group as well. If you have any suggestions or any just discussion about any of these things we talked about or anything else you want to talk about in the pop culture world, definitely check it out. Check everything out at poisonrana.ca. Um, all the shows from our guys, uh, Davey, Brayden, um, the rest of the Poison Rana world. And I heard it's going to get bigger. I'm not going to spoil anything, but uh, take a listen to this Sunday. Davey Portman is going to have some special guests on um, Poison Rana discussing some uh, some future stuff that's coming here. So I'm uh, uh, definitely okay. looking forward to that. All right, man. And that's the it. That's it. What up, though? In can, the I have the, can, can I have the final words? Go ahead. Do your, do your thing. Do your thing. Ah, I can't feel my legs. <laughs> I don't know why Jack's face sounded like he was from like Mexico. Anyway, have a good night, everybody. Peace, everybody. <laughs>